0: Welcome to GameSpot After Dark, episode 10, the official podcast of GameSpot.com. We have a special episode today. I'm your host, Jake Decker, and I'm joined by Callie Plaguey. Hello. Lucy James. Hi. And over from IGN, Brian Altano. Thanks Hi for guys. joining. That was so
1: good to see you all.
2: Yeah. Or you hear got, you all. You got through security <laughs> okay? Yeah? No, I, the alarm no. didn't I, even go off. Did I have go to go off? through security?
0: No.
3: no.
2: Actually, you should have done for the building, he, he got a sticker. Yeah, he That's got good. a sticker. It's good. He, no, but I mean like gaming security. Because everyone, yeah. everyone always sees GameSpot and IGN as like, oh, oh that was that. the gag I was going for. Yeah. But also, we do have pretty strict security here in this we building. We do is have, to, <laughs> our security's pretty solid at yeah. our building. I yeah. think we're,
1: I think we're supposed to be enemies, but I, it's like one of those things where like, I wasn't there f- for that. So same. I just kind of show up and I'm just like, oh, you guys have beef? Oh, like, I don't know. We're all at the same party. We're all cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Way too young to have any beef. Yeah. I yeah. spend way too much time watching, prepare to try to mm-hmm. have any sort of
1: beef. Yeah, they, those it guys is. left us, so thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, but
2: <laughs> saying, like, I'm still watching it on an IGN channel.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're
2: still getting my advertising. I, no, uh, no, it's great. We're, I live in Max
4: Goville's house, so I think I win the most fraternizing with the enemy.
1: <laughs> I think I live in Max Goville's heart, so oh, I, I'm you with do, you, I'm with you. Yeah, you yeah. sit
4: next to him, mm-hmm. you're his his soulmate.
1: I'm his, like, I think like, uh, sort of like spiritual older brother.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so. he's he's like, he's like, my my big brother in that he takes out the trash us, mm-hmm. I think,
1: does that make you like my stepsister or something? Yeah, if this is like a weird family that keeps going,
4: yeah, this weird, but yeah, anyway, yeah.
1: there's yeah, there's no beef, everybody loves each other, and I, I just <laughs> snuck through security without saying, anything. Yeah, that's not true. It and was, it was a, a good process.
4: It was like walking into the IGN office because we have all the same Fallout statues, that, yeah, you know, yeah, that they send us
1: exactly. We are, they're like havens for when mid tier video game companies had a lot of money 10 years ago, <laughs> and like they would make. Like it's actually kind of scary because we have like a we have a Metal Gear solid statue that's just like he's just like holding a gun. And it's just like
4: we had a problem with our Lara Croft statue because she's missing an arm. She's missing an arm. She's missing an arm. Mm -hmm. I would play that game. (laughs) (laughs) She's we keep moving her to different parts of the office, but somebody moved her to like a blind corner mm-hmm. entering the office where you could just see it like just a person holding a gun hide, hiding behind a, mm. a corner.
0: Oh, yeah. Or some they put it in the studio and I turned the lights on and she'd be staring at me and I'd... Yeah. It's yeah. terrifying. We had a uh, Robert Pattinson
1: from Twilight <laughs> cardboard <laughs> cutout. I remember that. Edward, maybe? <laughs> yes, Is that him? Edward Cullen. Yes, Edward Coleman. Right. yeah. Um, Uh, And somebody once put it in the men's room. And, like, I swear it just like I went to pee and then I came back to wash my hands, which all men should do, by the way. I hate that I have to
4: say
3: that. Um,
1: And in the mirror, there was just like this six foot tall, pale ghoul man. He's also very handsome. And I just was like,
4: like, Is it Max? Yeah. I just was like, Oh, God.
1: Yeah. Screamed a lot and jumped. I thought it was Max for a second. And it was weird because, like, a month later, Robert Pattinson was in our office and I I went to interview him. And, like, I was like, Hey, I should get the cardboard cut out and put it there. And I was like, Don't do it. Be a professional. Professional and I <laughs> talk myself out of it. But. Just leave it in the bathroom. So he has to <laughs> go to the bathroom.
2: <laughs> that,
1: I didn't even think of doing that. That's so funny. Yeah, he goes to pee and he's just like, "Oh no, it's me." It's me.
2: So we have uh, for my birthday, uh, Greg and Jen bought me a statuette of the Queen. Not a statuette, a, a cut a cutout of the Queen. Mm-hmm. And for a while, there was a prank war where we would. I mean, our apartment's not that big, but we would try and leave her in the weirdest possible place,
1: like under a blanket.
2: No, so they would, say they would put it outside of my room. And one morning, you know, I running late, throw open the door. Go, <laughs> Liz, please. Liz. Um, but Joey Noel from Kind of Funny was staying with us to uh, look after Portillo because like, mm-hmm. I was away and Greg and Jen were away. And she one upped everyone because she left the Queen in uh, the shower in Greg and Jen's bathroom. <laughs> and so God. we just got this great text on the group thread, which was on the group thread, which was God. Damn it, we're getting rid of her. But no, she, she's fine. She's currently decorated for Halloween. Oh, good. She's, Aww. she's a queen of all seasons. Max should decorate the Boba Fett cutout in our basement. That scares me. <laughs> I'll show you some pictures. Jen has, she's like, I've got ideas for Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year queen. I like the queen celebrating
4: Thanksgiving. That's my favorite. This is
1: timely, though, because like anybody listening who's really stumped for like some great gifts for the holiday, get a terrible life-size cardboard cutout yeah. of something <laughs> Like remotely interesting or marginally successful from mm. 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And just scare your friends. Danny
2: DeVito's big. Ooh. Oh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, there that's are a lot one. of Danny DeVito cutouts. Is that I've like,
1: seen. oh, I was going to ask if that would be cheaper because it's shorter, but he's also like <gasps> he's, wider. I mean, so yeah.
3: it's
0: probably the same amount of cardboard. Yeah. Not to get political, but we used to have an Obama cutout here.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and all I all we would do with it is like Mike Mahardy would jump at everything so he'd go use the private bathroom and we'd set it up outside and he'd open the door and we'd hear him scream i'd be like oh hey can you go record something in the vo booth for me and i'd set it up there and oh my god he just opened the door and obama would be staring at us It was good. I have footage. Obviously, I can't show it because it's a podcast. But I have some some good footage of Mike Mahardy jumping like through the roof because he's so scared of this thing. Attach uh, it
2: to the site version. In, yeah. in yeah. San
0: Francisco,
1: uh, at Fisherman's Wharf, there's a st- uh, I almost call it a store. There's a museum <laughs> called Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Yes, yeah. which you can go to if like everything has gone wrong for you and you're just you need, oh, oh yeah. and it's pouring rain you need to kill two hours and you're probably day drunk um, yeah. and it's as you know it's a it's a wax museum so it's like it's just sculptures that are sort of melty and terrifying looking of, of, of <laughs> famous people yeah and so they put an obama in there not to get political a couple years ago and <laughs> they wheeled him in on like one of those things that they bring like packages in it's like what do they call it's just like a cart
2: like a Right? A trolley. A trolley, yeah. yeah. I think
1: you guys have a better term for that over the pond than, than I know.
2: I would I would just say like a I would just say trolley. Yeah.
1: So they wheeled him in and he's just standing up and he's like waving or something. And I guess it looked so real. Great yeah. work, Madame Toussaint. That <laughs> a bunch of tourists who were visiting Fisherman's Wharf were like, hello, Mr. President, and like no. waving and talking to him.
4: That's and then just moved ew. him in there. So. <laughs> All right. Just a wax
2: figure of Barack Obama. All yeah. right. There's a uh, wax museum just slightly off uh Topic. Before we get into it, uh, there's a wax museum uh, up in Hollywood, which is the stuff of actual nightmares. Really, I think I read a I read a Vice article about it, and they have pictures. And honestly, you can look at pictures of these waxworks, and you have no idea who. They are. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was a. I think it was meant to be a Tom Hanks, but he just. I, I could not place it. And I'm a big Tom Hanks fan. That's but I just a, could not place it. That just actually, like,
1: that's like the first time anyone's ever sold me on a Wax Me yeah. yeah, It's yeah. meant,
2: yeah. To, be it's it's meant yeah. to be just dreadful. It's just like, Sounds old funny. mannequins that they've repurposed <laughs> <picked> from <laughs> from shops like going out business sale throwing the mannequin out in the dumpster in the back
1: and they just put like new skin on like, on like leather face
2: just put a that's wig so on and they're like I think I guess it's Tom Hanks yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. oh that's amazing Something like
2: that but I give him give him a, a volleyball with a face on it's Tom Hanks yeah. so what is
0: this show <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should probably get to that anyway
2: yeah.
0: uh, so we start each well almost every episode with the Chris from Dayton Ohio segment there's a song that goes with this. You want to do it, Callie? Sure.
4: Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba, Chris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. And basically, whenever someone new joins a podcast, we have them tell us a little bit about their, themselves. The story behind it is that, I've told it so many times now, I but he, he emailed us saying, hey, I like the show, but I don't know who the hell any of you are, so uh, <laughs> what kind of games do you play? What, what What are games that you'll buy no matter what? Doesn't matter.
2: Well, it's like your preferred uh, yeah, you yeah. go to genres. Favorite
0: genres, it's games you question. come back yeah. to. Have we should you... throw
2: in a weird question. Yeah. Each yeah. week, like yeah. a, something Chris, weird.
0: If you're listening. Give us some weird questions we can throw
1: in. I, I was going to ask, like, have you guys gotten to know Chris more over the years? Because he, I don't feel like I'm getting a lot of information from just him and his, yeah, his city. Yeah,
4: Chris, what's okay. your favorite genre? Yeah, like, who
0: are you, Chris? Well, that's a good question. But anyway, I I, Brian. Saw I emailed him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I emailed him, being like, "Hey, I hope you're still listening because uh, we talk about you every week." And he's like, <laughs> "He's like, I am. It's actually like, it's actually a big treat." And I'm like, "Oh, cool. That's
4: oh, right. I thought you were actually a bit creepy."
0: Oh, well, that's maybe good. that's what he was thinking, but I'm he,
4: glad he, I'm glad, glad he doesn't think it's creepy. Anyway, Brian, who, who are, who it's, are It's It's October.
1: This is the perfect time for the intersection between treats and creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whole month is dedicated to it. Uh, let's see. I am a host producer at IGN. I do a bunch of podcast stuff. I do a bunch of video stuff. I also, uh, host a lot of our like, sort of like Let's see, I do travel shows, I do our E3 live shows, Comic Con, interview people, all that fun stuff. So I, I make shows, I write shows, and I host shows. That's basically the, the brunt of it. I started as an editorial writer. Like I used to do previews and reviews and features and all that fun stuff. And I got out. Um,
4: <laughs> all that. Fun Yeah, that's real fun yeah.
1: stuff. Uh, most recently, I actually was helping with a ton of content for Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. which is great because Jake and I were basically DMing each other, like <laughs> being like, did you find this seashell? And he's like, yes. Did you find like, did you find this? What, it's, Heart like, piece, it's like a tile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the magical stuff in that game. So that's been really good. Um, but no, I've been covering video games and entertainment stuff for like 10 years or something now. So um, it's been a fun run.
4: Yeah. yeah. So what's like, so you're a big uh Nintendo guy yeah it's like something I've always associated with you mm-hmm. what would you say to answer Chris's like more specific question is like what's like a genre or a series you're gonna buy no matter what
1: um sort of like 3d action adventure games platforming games um if you like if there's a new Zelda a new Mario I'm all over it if mm-hmm. they made a Bloodborne sequel I would you know cut school for a month (laughs) I would like I even though there's like that notion that we all sit around playing video games all day we don't don't. but I would if that game came out and I would do it at home and I would fake an injury Love that. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Like, uh, I even get a cast. I oh, get friends to sign it.
0: Bloodborne 2? Like, no, I haven't been playing it. I guess can't help with coverage, yeah. you know? <laughs> just start, put my
4: PSN
1: to, like, quiet or yeah. whatever. Yeah, you
0: know?
4: yeah, I broke my leg and my daughter is sick. I, it's mm-hmm. got a lot going on at home. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I broke my daughter's leg. Just, Bloodborne also, is dark. Really also, did we
0: get any Bloodborne 2 codes? You're just curious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so, yeah, that's basically it. Um, no, I'm very, very happy to be here because podcasting is one of my favorite things in
0: the world. Cool. We're ha- we're happy to have you. We just started, so we've been like getting a bunch of interesting guests on, and it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've basically been like, "All right, who are all the people I looked up into in this industry before I was in this industry?" And oh I'm, man, that's like, sweet. got the list. And I'm like, "All right," and then you get, ran out of it, and then you called me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank you for uh, having me, Jake. Uh, thank you for coming. Anyway, next we get into what we've been playing.
4: And this one, we we've been trying to rein it a little bit because yeah, we go home and we. Play
2: games at mm-hmm. night, so sometimes it branches out into what we've been watching too. Yeah. So We're mm-hmm. trying to keep this segment a little shorter, which is, which is where my like Great British Bake Off segment usually yeah. comes or in. My
4: uh, Love Island or slash some oh, horrible I, dating I reality. Need to get show. into Love Island. Love Island is absolute garbage.
2: I know, but that's the kind of stuff that I like. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's good. Garbage. I don't know why I went complete Alan Partridge. <laughs> I really like it, Lynn.
4: <laughs> um,
1: I think it's important to have like trashy TV comfort food.
4: Yeah. yeah oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but.
0: Do you want to start, Callie? What I, you I'll start to? with what
4: I've been up to. Yeah. yeah. Um, aside from watching Love Island, I I redownloaded Destiny. <laughs> the pain
2: <laughs> in your voice when you said I that. I
1: got back into drugs.
4: Uh, <laughs> I so I originally played Destiny two on PS4, so I switched to PC finally because everybody I know plays on PC now. Um, I stopped playing. I hadn't played it for a year because reviewing Forsaken was three weeks of pain because it took three weeks to get raid ready and then we still weren't raid ready. It was so much. So I feel like I too play- with
0: Forsaken as opposed to the other Destiny stuff you've done, that was the first one you reviewed where you were reviews editor, right? So you were like uh, yeah, I was managing also, yeah. a, a ton of different things while trying to play this incredibly grindy and demanding game.
4: That is a good point. I didn't yeah. think of it that way. But yeah, it really wrecked me so I didn't I I didn't play Destiny for a full year.
0: So you got burned out
3: on it. I got so
4: burned out and I I didn't review Shadowkeep. I I passed it off to Phil Hornshaw um who's an editor in our LA office. He's excellent. He's super into Destiny and he was super eager to do this review. So I was like, I have run out of A, I've been burnt out and and B, I've run out of things to say about Destiny. I don't right. know. How, I've written in my career five Destiny reviews. So oh Rise of Iron for Destiny 1, Destiny 2 Vanilla, Warmind, Curse of Osiris, and Forsaken. So I was just tapped out. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how many different ways I can say this is the best shooting in any FPS I've played. You know, like, yeah. like it is. It's an, it's incredible. The shooting's incredible. But, like, I can't just say that every time. So picking it back up, and I'm actually really excited to be playing it for fun. I'm not the most hardcore Destiny player. I, I just, I love Halo so much, and I love... Being in space and i love the way bungie does does fps um and i'm easing back into it and i'm i am it's funny because i went from ps4 to pc but playing with an xbox controller so i'm just like my my sense of what buttons do what is all (laughs) over the place but the moon is really cool and i did change my steam name to
2: weird vex but okay
4: that's great
2: Because Destiny 2 names has been, so we have a meme Slack channel, and it's just basically (laughs) been nothing but Destiny 2 names for about the last week or so. My my favorites are George W. Cush, not to get political, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) Marijuana Grande. (laughs) Uh, Mine were uh, Let Gwygons Be Gwygons. Wow, these very good. But you guys are I, great at this. Oh no, these on ours. This is just a Twitter Weird account Vex, that we love. Weird Vex, but okay, was not my original yours. thought. Uh, but. but the other one was uh, not to be political, but John Fortnite Kennedy. <laughs> 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 yeah. So we have we have some
4: ideas. For we have our... some fun. We have fun. We Those like are to have excellent. fun. Excellent. Yes, yeah, so that's what I've been up to. Yeah, thinking about what a brilliant name George W. Cush is <laughs> I
0: so I've only played twice since I started playing on PC and since then everyone I've played with has changed their name like <laughs> multiple times so I I start with playing with like I don't know Matt Paget or Jean-Luc who named himself like Jojo or something like that yeah. and now it's different now the both of them are different so I don't know who I'm playing with what's going on it's it's yeah. hard to keep and track of. And that's why of. you have
4: to go by their destiny class cuz Ben always plays tanks so if it's a Titan it's Ben that's how you know.
2: It's uh, a good point. Yeah. Good I got point. you. Too anyway. much power though. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Too much power. Yeah. <laughs> For good, I guess.
2: <laughs> to see what it'll be put up to. This might be I mean so ever since we started this podcast Brian mm-hmm. one or more of us has been playing either Control or Fire Emblem.
1: Oh right, yeah. <laughs>
2: And I'm here That's to. True. I'm here yeah. to finally break my streak, at least. Um, in that, I played Erica at the weekend. Oh yeah, um, the FlavorWorks game. So I've played it with my phone, because I um, annoyingly trapped a nerve uh, under my shoulder blade last at the tail end of last week. And so I was like, I'm doing nothing this weekend but just playing games. Uh, annoyingly, though, Erica, because you play it on your phone, I had to play it left-handed. Oh. And so every time I was trying to do something, I was like. Oh, come on man, but it's really cool. this is the f m v game, yes, yeah, was like, gonna say
0: what kind of game is this? what's it about?
2: So it is um, I don't know, I think f m v sort of does it a disservice because it's really well shot and acted and kind of the complete polar opposite of at least what I assume what I think of when I think of f m v It's the interactive movie, it's more so than Bandersnatch, so Bandersnatch is just you picking you know the left option or the right option, right. whereas in this one you are kind of interacting with the environment. Um, so you would do things like, if you have the screen in front of you, one of the first things it shows you is a lighter and you, it doesn't tell you how to do anything either. You just kind of automatically open it and then flick it on the screen. So it's a really cool way of so kind it's of- So like intuitive. Yeah. So it was weird because literally the day before I'd been watching, there's a really good video essay about what gaming is like for people who aren't gamers. And it's all about how we intrinsically know the language of gaming. Like, you know that you press this button to jump or mm-hmm. if you try this, this will happen because you have years and years of just gaming vernacular sort of, I don't know, you like just, the, yeah, you just pick it up. Input yeah. recognition and stuff, yeah. Yeah, like to, to make that like a, a zoomed in version of that would be
4: like understanding Zelda puzzles because yeah. there is a language to them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so your first Zelda, you're kind of like, I guess I just put a bomb here, but now you know like, <laughs> Oh,
2: that wall looks suspicious. Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: yeah. I got this item in this dungeon. That means I'm probably going to do this thing and this yeah. one. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, but this this video, I, I mean, we should probably link it in the video notes when we, uh, the podcast notes when we do this. But it was really good because it was like this guy had his wife um, play a, like a wide variety of games. So there was Dark Souls. There was um, Uncharted 2, I think it was, Hollow Knight, uh, Super Mario Brothers. And it was basically like... Just on portal was the other one. Portal was oh. wild because she could understand the like putting portals down, but she didn't know and she didn't know to use the mouse to look around. So if you look at because automatically yeah, as a well, gamer, I, you would know to use the mouse to look around. And it's just all the footage is of her just sort of staring at this one wall, getting frustrated because she can't wow. do anything.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That reminds me when I first played Halo 1, I remember not understanding that the right stick is how you look like yeah it's like i should just be able to move right with just one finger like why do i need to use this other one and now it like makes perfect sense i can't imagine playing a shooter without that i had
1: a i had a friend that was like he was like the best like kid in our crew at goldeneye Mm -hmm. and um we just looked at in his hand once and we're like you don't ever like strafe left and right like you you just point and shoot and he was like you can do that we're like, what? <laughs> like, you've been wrecking us for like a year. Like, oh my god! And then we told we told him that, and then he got even better. And we're like, damn it!
3: Should have
2: kept it to yourself. then yeah. um, you didn't
1: invite him over anymore. Yeah, never. We just, dropped them like a bad habit.
2: So, so I watched that video, and um, and I actually remembered. So I was at Paris Games Week when they revealed Erica, and I remember talking to Jack from FlavorWorks about it. And he was basically when he was presenting the game, he was like, Yeah, it's kind of weird how we all understand games but what if you presented that to someone who just has no understanding of it and that's the kind of stuff that you can see throughout erica in Mm -hmm. that um the way that you interact with the game you just kind of i don't know like it just makes more sense to me it's less game logic and more just regular logic
4: yeah like in our review our reviewer um funke who's a newer reviewer for us he was talking about, like, there's one scene where Erica can, um, like, who's a- acted by a real person, mm. um can, like, ding a bell to get service or attention. Yeah. I'm in actually.
2: the, um like, the, the love you. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And you do that by, like, putting your hand over your phone the way you would ring mm-hmm. that ding that bell. And he tried it two ways. He tried just dinging it once. And then he tried dinging it so many times that in the scene, the person she's with gets irritated.
3: Yeah. Oh, wow. It's
2: cool. it's re- It sounds really cool. Um, did you finish it? Oh yeah it's kind of like it's really short right? uh, One and done I did it in about an hour and a half Uh, but it's branching storyline different outcomes and it does a cool thing where it doesn't give you all the trophies as you're playing so it gives you the trophies as the credits roll Um, and I went through and looked and I was like oh my god I could have done things so (laughs) different Uh, but it's uh, I guess more of a psychological thriller Um, Erica um, her father is murdered when she's a young girl so immediately I was like well Crime, hello. Yeah. True crime, I have to play this. Um, and yeah, it's a really cool, um, creepy narrative. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And I kind of want to go back and see how my decisions would play out if I did it a different way.
1: Did you guys play Florence? Yes. On iOS? Yeah. And it's on Android and a bunch of stuff now too. Um, I felt like the same way about that, mm-hmm. where it was like something you could sit down, finish it in an hour and a half. It's It told an incredible story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very intuitive in the way it like laid out the kind of infrastructure of how you interact with that game. Mm-hmm. Because it was somewhere between like a video game and like a children's book or like, you mm-hmm. know, it. there was a lot of very like simple like, okay, move the items onto the shelf, yeah. Yeah. and then move them off because you got, you got dumped. And then it was like, oh God, this is gut-wrenching stuff. Yeah, like,
4: like the simplest mechanic in that game like rips your heart right? out, yeah. I, I think because that that's, it's so intuitive. Yeah,
1: it's it's probably one of the best uh depictions of a like a breakup that I've ever seen in a video game. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like it's. Yeah. So yeah, go check that out too. That's a really good Mm one. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I played. I've been playing a ton of games on Switch because I've been traveling a lot. I was. I think I've been on like 36 airplanes this year, which is just stupid. Oh, because you were at New
2: York Comic Con. Yeah, I was at
1: New York Comic Con (laughs) (laughs) and like before that, Gamescom and shooting a travel show over there and all this Mm -hmm. other stuff. So I'm just. I'm constantly. The Nintendo Switch is my favorite thing in the world because it's (gasps) like it lets me catch up on so much stuff. Did you get a light? Yes. Yeah. Which I love. It's um. It's yeah. Jake got one too. (laughs) Yeah, it is uh, that that uh. That I, I have to say that like I'm living a pretty good life that the hardest decision I had to make this year was which color should my skin be. I was like, okay, things are going okay that I didn't have to things like... Things are going well, yeah. yeah. Where I'm just like yellow, blue, or gray. I ultimately went with gray, and I'm getting a lot of like uh, smack talk from my friends about it because it's, it's technically
0: boring. I went with gray too. Yeah, good, yeah. good. There we are. There's my friends. <laughs> and it's because it was too hard of a decision to pick between blue or yellow, yep. and I was yep. like, well... Gray. Yeah, it just felt
1: it felt <laughs> neutral. It felt like I'll let I'll let this I'll let the screen do the talking, like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. vibrant colors of, you know, Triple A Nintendo games will, will be fun and vibrant and beautiful. Mm-hmm. So that's so what you
4: what'd you play on your flight to and from New York?
1: So I played I played more Link's Awakening because I'm running through hero mode now. Mm-hmm. I've I have i am sorry if you have to hear me talk about that game again. I think it's really special. I, what I did want to say about that game that I haven't really talked about is that um, it's really been fascinating and wonderful to have this thing that i've loved for so long reach this new zeitgeist with this brand new generation and this new audience where i open up twitter and there is brand new fan art being made by like people in their 20s who -hmm. weren't really around when the first game came out and they're connecting with the themes and the world and the characters and the art direction and they're uh reinterpreting it in whole new ways and people are doing cover songs of like the 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 theme songs in the game and stuff like that. That has been surreal to me Mm. to like grow up with something and love it so much and yell and be like, everyone play this. And everyone's like, we can't because it's on a, a giant cinder block that takes AAA batteries and it's puke green. Stop talking to us. Um, to have this brand new way where you can just like download it on your Switch or buy it at a store and play it in this, you know, big, beautiful screen and bring it everywhere has been just kind of magical to watch. You know, I imagine you felt that way with like some some of the Pokemon remake stuff over the last few years. Let's where- Go,
4: yeah, because Let's Go was like, that's how it, it, I imagined it looked. Like mm-hmm. that's what yeah. the Pokemon world looked like in my brain. That is, It was so cool to see that real.
1: Yeah, I've had a, uh, I've had this like, I so I have a, I have a, I have a daughter. She's like 16 months old. And she's
4: adorable. Thank yes. you.
1: Yeah, th- we had a very. It was what Fourth of July.
4: <laughs> yeah, she's. Yeah, that that was a good we're, day. We
1: were hanging out. We were day drinking in the backyard, which you can do at when your kid's this this young. I think it, it, at some point it gets sad. Well,
4: I don't think <laughs> at six, I don't think at her age she has a sense of what it is. No, She's probably also like, your daddy like,
1: smells funny. Yeah,
4: and we're you know we were at a
2: house. Yeah. You know,
1: yeah. And Callie took this amazing photo of her hanging on the pole that uh, was holding up the umbrella over the patio. And it just looks like she's a baby pole dancing. And, yeah. like, and, she,
4: and the best part was she she wanted to be on the umbrella pole more yeah. than anything. More than anything we else. tried to get it was so dirty. So we cleaned it off for her. She gets on it and. We were like, "Mm, maybe that's not safe. And we moved her. and She got upset. She gets back on it. And then she literally started doing like little squats like she was twerking. Yeah, We were like, dude, I'm
1: doomed. Brian
4: was like, you're going to give daddy a heart attack.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So long story short, I I try to shield her from like a lot of like screen time. I'm not one of those parents that just kind of like hands her an iPad or whatever. I'm not judging other parents. Do what you want. But our kids will have to go to school together and your kids will be dumber than mine. It'll be a problem. (laughs) Um, But uh there was a point where I was playing this game and she came in um, from her room and like I have was just like at the end of the game where I was like opening up the windfish playing the music and stuff like that and she like crawled up on the couch and jumped in my lap and just kind of looked up and she just went wow. <gasps> oh. And now she's like so she's like completely hooked on the art book and she'll mm-hmm. go over and she'll grab off of the shelf she'll grab the amiibo and the art book and come over and sit down on my lap and then I'll I'll open it up and She'll hold the Amiibo up to the picture on the front of the art book and be like, Luh. and I'm like, Link. And she's like, Luh. and it, she sounds like Navi from Ocarina of Time. Oh my and so, God. It's so adorable. And that's the thing, right? Like, it's like, that's harder to do with a Game Boy. And that's harder to do with yeah. a game that's like 30 years old. So it's like, people get mad at like remakes and they're like, oh, make something new. There's something, there's something magical about bringing something classic like that. That's weird and obtuse and wonderful to a whole new generation.
4: Mm. I'm going to cry. That is so cute. Oh.
1: It's sweet. It's sweet. So yeah, that's that's a wonderful game. Shout out to that game if you haven't played it. If you've only played Breath of the Wild on your Switch and you want something like completely different but also kind of tonally similar, uh,
0: it's a good one. And now I will stop yelling about that game for a few months. No, <laughs> keep doing it.
4: Jake, uh, what have you been playing?
0: I have been playing Dragon Quest XI for a very long time now. <laughs> I think I'm almost done. Uh, I haven't really talked about it most weeks because there have been other games that I think are more worth talking about or I was under embargo and couldn't talk about it. But I'm getting very close to the end. And man, that is the most charming RPG I've played in a very long time. If I'm in a bad mood and I play that game for 20 minutes or so, put it down like that just immediately turns my mood around. It is just it is so positive, happy, Mm -hmm. like all the animations are really cute and well done. The music's good but there are issues there are issues with the music uh they fixed a lot of it
4: for the switch release for
0: the switch Mm -hmm. release and i'm sure people know this by now but they they have orchestral versions of the soundtrack which is great because that original mix was not very good Mm -hmm. but even then still the music gets repetitive after a while uh and i'm not talking about like the main themes that everyone knows for dragon quest those are still great but after a while some of it does get tiring Mm. but man i highly recommend that game and I know a lot of people will probably sleep on it, but that's one that I think is definitely worth playing. Even if you don't think you're super into JRPGs, RPGs, I still recommend giving that a shot just because, I don't know, it's hard to... It's hard for a game like that to put you in a bad mood. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
1: just I just started it, too. And it's oh, okay. it's like utterly beautiful. I had yeah. this weird thing where I got a few minutes into it and I was like, oh, yeah, the first Dragon Quest is also on Switch yeah. and downloaded that and played like I ended up playing like four hours of it, just like walking around and grinding. And that is a completely old school, rudimentary, bare bones RPG. Mm-hmm. But there's it sort of gave me this like interesting appreciation for where Eleven is. Because it was like this yeah. is the original skeletal frame of where this thing is now, and so like yeah, I'm really excited to keep playing it.
0: Yeah, yeah heard. Oh, sorry. Well, I mean, to your point, that's like people praise Dragon Quest eleven for being so I don't want to say formulaic, but it was still very familiar to that JRPG genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you know, when you, like when you're saying when you play Dragon Quest one and you go to this, like sure, they are like that skeleton is still there, but it is so it feels like a perfected grpg in many ways yep. like they're still grinding and some of the bosses are like all right it was a little bit of a difficulty <laughs> spike but
4: that's that's actually what i was going to bring up is like i in our review um our reviewer, reviewer heidi kemp's who reviewed it originally the original release and did an update for the switch one it, the the vibe i got from her review was like this is very much a classic what you may people argue the definition but what you would think of as a JRPG. Like this is the most Mm -hmm. classic archetype, but done to perfection on almost every level, Mm -hmm. like just done so well, executed so well in every aspect of what that classic framework is. Um, And I, I think that's, like a really strong argument for that game. Like p- things don't have to be super inventive to be great all the time. And that's the mm. thing I, I, I often edit out of reviews. I like get reviews where we will be like, this game is cool, but it doesn't do anything new. And I'm like, but it doesn't, ha- does doesn't have, have, have to. Yeah. yeah. Like I, sometimes things just do old things really well.
1: I think there's something wonderful about that too. Like yeah. I, I, I feel like I never really, truly got burned out on the JRPG genre like a lot of people did. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they were, like, very turnkey for a while. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, every year that was, like, during the SNES era especially. There's just so many of them. Um, and I think people got sick of them. And the, that genre had to sort of reinvent itself and get kind of overly complicated in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And kind of spin out in all these different directions. And I missed all that. So it's been kind of nice to just sort of be like, oh, I'll play the really refined, simple one. that's yeah. <laughs> also like beautiful and, and you know, it's sort of like this great archetype of where
0: things can go next. And there's, yeah. a, there's and I, a
4: reason Dragon Quest is such a lasting thing. Like mm-hmm. Dragon Quest, especially in Japan. Japan mm-hmm. goes oh, nuts for Dragon Quest.
0: And, and I think it being on Switch now is is so great because while I did have fun playing that on PS4, it's really hard for me to play a JRPG on a console. I don't know why. Me too. Yeah. Like too. Yeah. It's just like... I'm not used to... It's because of Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is because of Pokemon. It's Pokemon's fault. But it being on Switch is so perfect. No, I mean,
1: grinding levels in a game like that while you're watching something else on TV is the way to go, honestly. If you hit a boss and he's like kicks your butt and you have to go back and gain three levels... You can do that while watching something on Netflix, and it's not—it's not consuming the entire TV.
0: So yeah, you can I'm also sad. set all your party members to auto, so you can just uh. like set your switch aside while they while they do the grinding. Oh, for that's you. awesome! Yeah.
2: Did it, I talk about really this before? Sad. The um oh, Xbox got rid of its best feature, which is what the snap feature. Oh, they when you did could it? Oh, years ago, you could snap Netflix to the side, and you could play something where you didn't really have to pay that much attention. You could right. just grind, oh, and yeah, you could yeah. get through like three seasons of The Office.
1: Why what did was, they get rid of that?
2: I feel like it had something to do with the onset of streaming. Mm. That makes yeah. sense.
1: That's a bummer. What yeah. if you're like, I'm not going to stream, I just
3: want to have sure, I a mean, in the corner?
2: <laughs> yeah, surely there would be some kind of protection in place to stop you. Like, oh, we can see that you've snapped media player to the side. We're not going to let you stream.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. That's a bummer. I wonder yeah. if part of it might be because of just games have getting more games are getting more demanding mm. than they were when they launched. Listen, how, do you, how launched?
2: do you think I played Lego The Hobbit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair but only the yeah. first two films because they'd never released the dlc for the third one did oh they really mm-hmm. i
1: hundred percented uh lego jurassic park
2: i hundred percent lego lord of the rings yeah what's wrong with that i percented no,
0: <laughs> lego star wars the first
1: one. Too. I, I was gonna
2: say i hundred percent lego star wars i'm right? super
1: excited for the new one actually
2: i yeah. am oh, oh, too yeah. it
4: looked yeah, pretty impressive at
1: mm-hmm. e3 yeah
4: dude lego star wars I'm, my cousin and i like ran through that like one weekend he visited Awesome. I yeah. think
2: the first studio tour I ever did was TT wow. uh, in England and it was for Lego Lord of the Rings and they have a corner. So everything in the Lego games, uh, you have to be able to build it in real life in Lego. And there is a guy whose job is to just build those things in Lego. So oh, he, there was an entire awesome. corner of the studio with like, as <laughs> Brian's never like, why did seen I do the job? Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: My whole life just flashed
2: <laughs> <laughs> an incredible amount of Lego. Perfectly, immaculately uh, organized as well, and they had, you know, I think at the time it was um, the Balrog, and you mm-hmm. know, yeah, yeah. he just mm-hmm. he'd made a version by like cobbling together loads of different pieces of logo, and it was incredible.
4: That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I do want to say one last thing about Dragon Quest before I move on. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Akira Toriyama, that artwork. Yeah, that's he's that the Dragon works, Ball though. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you like. Dragon Quest, and how it looks. Perhaps you like anime, Jake.
0: What? Moving on. <laughs> so there's some big news this week. <laughs> no anime. Mm. Uh, PS5 <laughs> release window announcement.
2: <laughs> was it ever going to be anything but holiday 2020? I know. <laughs> I know.
0: It was kind of like...
2: It was very it underwhelming. Yeah.
4: Here's it was a very underwhelming way to do that.
1: You guys are underestimating how great it is to know that you're right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that's like like all of us were sort of just like that's when it's gonna happen. and They're like that's gonna ha- it's gonna happen right then. We're like yeah, we told you guys. <laughs> like the audience is the same way. We're like we're like yeah, all right, nailed it, good. We are we're still, still
4: got it. We all got validated. Yeah, real hard. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, but there was kind of more. I don't know if you guys read. I think a PlayStation blog had a press release as well about um, the, the PS5, and they talked about the controller and how it's going to have like haptic rumble mm-hmm. and how uh, pressure-sensitive uh, triggers. Mm-hmm.
2: So I was reading this on um, the Wired article as well, and when they were talking about, I think they were playing, was it GT Sport or something? They kind of ported a version to the PS5 as it currently exists, and they played it with the DualShock 4, and then they played it with the new controller, and they were saying that like when you played with the DualShock 4, there was just zero feedback at all because a constant rumble as you're driving would just be annoying. So they didn't have it. But when he was playing it on this new controller, I'm assuming. I, they're probably going to call it the DualShock 5 on there. Well, if it's, if <laughs> yeah, it's the PS5, it's probably the DualShock or, or DualShock, but with a 5 instead of an S. <laughs> Something crap like that. No, they, they would never do that. But then, I mean, Xbox One has haptic
0: feedback. Yeah, well, they have it with the triggers, which yeah. I actually think is really cool.
2: I, I like have an lot. Elite controller, because <laughs> i Because you're a pro gamer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I want
4: an Elite controller, but they're I kind of nice. do, too. They're I, nice. My dad got it from me as a present.
2: He had one, awesome. and he that's was really like, "It's
4: dope." And then, well, he didn't say that, but he bought it for me. I
2: oh, don't know. Your dad is possibly the most elite gamer amongst my all my of us. My dad is pretty intense, pretty mm.
4: great. Yeah. I don't
1: even think my dad would know what that is if you put it in front of him.
4: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and he knows
1: what I do for a living. He'd be like, "Get this garbage out of my house." <laughs>
4: um, the controller sounds really cool. I know we did like a feature, to- uh, like cataloging the history of like DualShock upgrades, just because the DualShock has really come a long way since the PS1. Yeah. Mm um
2: do you prefer xbox as in xbox one controller or dualshock 4
4: i think if you had asked me before i like fully committed to getting most of my games on ps4 i probably would have said xbox but i'm very used to the dualshock 4 now and Mm. i that's really hard i i my go-to is always like i like the xbox controller Mm. more but that's i was so used to the 360 controller i really like the elite Mm -hmm. um but I do think, like, the PS, the DualShock 4 is, like, lighter than the Elite controller, and I, I think that does help, because I do get that mm. wrist pain.
2: It's weird when people say that they don't like the DualShock 4 because of, um, I guess ergonom- ergonomics, sticks. yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's why I don't
0: like them, because, the, well, I still, they're fine, You can, knock, fine, your, but, you can but knock
2: your thumbs together. That's you know. the thing, because I have smaller hands, so the DualShock 4 is really great for me, but, mm-hmm. um... I do like the Elite controller a lot. It's, it's very nice.
4: I like the swappable. Yeah. You can get a D-pad or yeah. you can get like one with eight directions. My God. And do like <laughs> the half. The Hoovers to, of man. Oh, man. You can everywhere. do like, yeah,
2: like a Northwest input. <laughs> you know the, um, the one the one thing I'll say about the DualShock 4 is that I hate clicking the stick to run. Yeah.
0: Mm. yeah. I hate that. Uh, I don't know if you can avoid <laughs> that. Like, yeah, that's Xbox the thing. Right? It's like...
2: I remapped it in Borderlands because it annoyed me so much. That's a good call because yeah. you were running a lot in that game. Yeah. Huh? yeah. And I just remapped it to, I think, the cross button. Oh, nice. Not, and then I remapped, um, I think, like down to be jump. Just because, I think as well because I have a lot of problems with um, repetitive strain in both my wrists. Mm. Great. That well. Did bodes you intentionally well. say the cross button, by the way? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay.
0: Just making sure. Just, making sure they haven't brainwashed just, this yet. Just <laughs> <about that
2: person. laughs> No. And so, yeah, having a, contr- a controller like the Elite where you can just remap stuff and change stuff to how you like it. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, the paddles good. on the back are really helpful for yeah. that, too, if you want something a little Bit easier, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm an, yeah this, old, I'm an old woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this news is awesome. The way they delivered it is weird and sad. <laughs> it's
2: very weird. I feel yeah. like
0: all the news they've delivered about the PS5 has been kind of weird. They're just like, here's a Wired article, yeah, that says everything that's in it, and then. Yeah. Here's the release date. I feel like that,
1: Good like for Wired, though. they're gonna announce launch right? games by like texting somebody a photo of a screen, <laughs> <laughs> like a dad, <laughs> or like My screenshot dad? a yeah. conversation with Corey Barlog. Yeah, or yeah. Like, oh, like God of War Two. I'm like, what? That's weird. This is. It's also like in a year where like they didn't show up at E3. It's just mm. odd for them to be like, Hey, yeah. here's our website. You know, we left we left the Manila folder at a bar. Honestly,
4: like, it's kind of a power play. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a little bit of a well. You'll pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. Here's our announcement. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not that that's their attitude. Just to me, I'm like, hmm, it's got got a little bit of BDE there.
1: Mm-hmm. No, there's yeah. definitely a like you you definitely get there's kind of a swagger and a cockiness yeah. from like if, if if console owners were just like one humanified person <laughs> at the end of a generation, the winner is always kind of cocky going into the next thing, and that's usually where things get interesting because they make terrible calls. Like they're like. Oh, you know, you will sell the system without games or it'll be $600. You'll work a second job. I could shoot a man yeah. on in Broadway in broad daylight. Good,
4: that's a good point, though. Like yeah. the, the winner of each generation has really struggled with the, the transition to the next generation. Like yeah. You look at like Wii to Wii U. Oh, man. Mm, yeah. Or like three sixty PS2 to, one. to PS3 yeah. and then 360 to 1. You got a lot of rough rough goings there and it's like we, how'd you guys manage to
1: <laughs> you, I, I urge everybody listening to this uh, to go back and watch the the sort of the debut of like the, the announcement of the Wii U where Reggie fils just comes out and he's just like this was all about Wii but now it's about you and we're like we don't get it we immediately <laughs> don't get it we won't get it for five years or ever and Aww. he's like you can watch TV and you can read comics and like it showed them doing all this stuff that like never actually came into fruition Oh my God. Um and then the system kind of pivoted and they moved away a lot from that second screen stuff and it just mm-hmm. became like a, a beefier Wii then just mm-hmm. became a Switch which is excellent so mm. um, a lot of good
0: games though yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a lot of good games on the Wii U yeah, yeah. I
4: hope yeah. they
1: all make it to Nintendo Switch
0: I know <laughs> me too I really want like, Wind uh, Waker, Waker HD yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like it's a remake I know but I still i Yep. I'd kill to have that on Switch. Me too. Yeah.
4: Did you see that uh, like Zelda bingo card going around Twitter, where it was like a, a bunch of Zelda things? Like uh, Breath of the Wild two comes out in twenty twenty. Uh, Zelda's playable in the next Zelda game. Uh, Wind Waker comes to Switch, and had like eight, six or eight options, and it was like you can only pick two, and the rest don't happen. Oh. But like for me, the obvious ones were playable Zelda and Wind Waker on Switch. I like didn't even read the rest. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I don't care.
0: <laughs> I so this is uh. Before I got a job here, I wrote a lot on IGN's blogs, and I wrote one about how the next Zelda game you should be able to play a Zelda if you wanted to. And oh boy, did they not like that. Like, I wouldn't get any comments on any of the stuff I wrote, but that one got like 400 people yelling at me being like, that's a disgrace. You should never play a Zelda in a Zelda game. And I'm like, okay. Oh I'm Her name fine. is literally in yeah. every title. Like, I was like, I didn't say it had to be Zelda. Just like, maybe you can choose or something. Yeah. We like,
1: I don't know. There's like, there's been a lot of that. Like people were like, oh, but you know bat batwoman or whatever it's just just took bat batman's stuff and then uh just took the name and like and took all his toys and it's like they're drawings (laughs) they're based on drawings from 85 years ago it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's not real it's okay like okay like batman had a leg up too he's a he's a son of a millionaire like let's (laughs) come on sorry tangent
3: So
4: anyway, uh, that's the PS5. Yeah,
1: yeah. So PS5. What do you think this thing's gonna cost?
4: Mm. Or I guess Ooh. what do you think the controllers
1: will cost? We'll we'll start there because I think what they're they gonna now?
4: be now like 50? fifty? 50 50 or sixty. 50 or 60,
2: right?
0: 60 yeah. yeah, one of the two. I haven't bought a
4: PlayStation no, controller in
0: a long time.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: An
2: elite controller is a uh, uh, pretty steep. One hundred seventy-five. Really trying to sell it's us this thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd say, say one hundred. B- one hundred bucks.
1: One hundred bucks. Six,
4: yeah. yeah. I'll go seventy-five.
1: That's a yeah, 80, 79.99. Are we going prices right? Rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I, I it's all, I, it's also like I have a feeling that they'll probably scale and do multiple options at launch. So yeah. you can get the bare bones thing for cheap or now, what about console?
2: I'm just having to Google because it's been so long since I bought mine.
1: Mm -hmm. Mine have actually lasted as surprising.
2: Yeah, I have a regular PS4. I don't have a pro. I still. Well, I also like. I bought a pro,
1: and then I just I got rid of my old PS4. So I did that Mm. too. Yeah. Yeah. So I never really had to like burn through a controller. Although I remember at launch for the PS4 the DualShock 4s were like pretty crappy. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Like the they, analog they, nubs were like falling apart. Yeah, they,
0: yeah. they'd come off yeah. like people would be playing and just like pull them off. Yeah, and you'd be like in a boss fighting and just like <laughs> yeah. shoot in the air. That was a good time. Can't wait to play Bloodborne and oh there my goes God. your analog stick. Oh my God.
2: Yeah. So on Amazon.com, a PS4 Pro 1 terabyte, what does renewed mean? I mean, touched it. and they fixed it. The guy touched Up. it once. <laughs> His weird hands. Wait, so why is that?
0: Sticky fingers.
2: <laughs> why is that 50 bucks more than a new one? We crack, we crack the beers into the nice. mics on nice. this show. Oh, yeah. We don't <laughs> drink responsibly. I was going to say drink responsibly. <laughs> uh, Did you say drink responsibly, kids? <laughs> <laughs> That's them's UK rules. We can drink when you're still kind of kids. That's true. Uh, ps I'm gonna look at a new one. <laughs> I,
0: what about what about games then? Well, oh, you're looking that up. PS, PS4 think,
2: Pro, one terabyte console by Sony is three hundred and seventy-two dollars eighty nine cents. So that's like three hundred and fifty quid.
0: Right.
4: Yeah,
2: so I don't think I think they're gonna they've learned from the PS3. Don't
4: start off the generation with a six hundred dollar price point. I don't think it's gonna be
1: right,
0: th- right.
4: that yeah. much higher than the PS4. How much was the PS4? But alone. maybe
0: like they've sold so many ps4s now maybe they're just thinking like oh we'll just get the early adopters who are gonna buy this anyway to pay six hundred dollars that's pretty i don't know that, that's pretty negative but well
1: like f- phones yeah. have gotten more expensive every year tech in general has yeah. gotten more expensive yeah La- so you, got, like,
4: you got that new iphone yeah Ooh, um, with that fancy camera
1: that's right uh well i i justify that because i have a kid and i went from taking like five photos a month to like a hundred a week
4: yeah because everything is if it's your camera there. i think it's a worthy investment. yeah
1: mm-hmm. um the thing about that is that like we've become accustomed to paying more for tech as tech gets better like you know macbook pros and stuff like that are thousands of dollars um, but consoles i think if they if anyone dares go above 499.99 it's mm-hmm. like riots mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: because ultimately like these have to scale for uh for for everybody and mm-hmm. so that's that's a very difficult one you mentioned games i would be fascinated if if those budged at all cuz they've been yeah. 60 bucks forever
0: yeah if anything you'd think maybe they'd go down. I, I mean, I can't imagine that, but considering they're moving towards digital, mm-hmm. like you'd think that would be a good move on their part. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we know the PS4 launched at $400, the ps 5 is going to launch at 500 but all games are going to be a little bit cheaper since mm. oh, not, we did, don't have Do you to hear the, the cool thing about discs.
2: putting games on the PS5? Mm-hmm. Is that um, you can now basically manage if you only want to keep the multiplayer component of a game, you can delete the single player. Oh, uh, you, oh, so okay. you, you still have to install it, but you can delete and just keep the part of the game that you want, and then Whoa. re-download it later. So
1: I can just like delete the multiplayer because I'm probably just going <laughs> <play this laughs> to play the single player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I,
2: I think I mean I know
4: like it's first party games for Sony they can sell, but, like they can sell the console at a loss and true. make up yeah. for it in the software. So I don't know if they would go for a lo- like yeah, I think that's they have to the the console would have to be more expensive to offset.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
4: I I don't know. I mean, I whenever anyone deviates from $60, like $60 is like that's a standard AAA game. And I feel like speaking of the vernacular of games, like I think when you see something cheaper than that, you get like a oh, it's good for the price or whatever. Or you mm-hmm. if you get more expensive than that, you're like Oh, this is the deluxe edition. I think there's there's a yeah. lot of baggage you play there. play three
0: days early? Here's, pay, pay us $120, right? Yeah. Right, right. So I think and there's
4: a lot of baggage with with game prices in particular.
1: Well, it would also, this would have to be one of those things where like, you know, again, as uh hum- humanoid people that represent <laughs> plastic boxes, like Mr. Xbox and Mrs. PlayStation would have to go like on a retreat and sit down and get mm-hmm. drunk and be like, let's raise the games to 70 bucks. Like they'd have to Mm -hmm. agree on that. Cause if PlayStation can't just come out and be like, games are 70 bucks and Xbox is like, ah, no, they're not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nintendo switch is like, you can do anything you want on the Nintendo switch. (laughs) Like, so they can't, it's it's gotta be like, people got to agree across the board here. But, um, what's,
4: what's Nintendo's title? Duchess. Yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) they're just like a pet dog. I know you have
4: Mr. And Mrs. And I'm like, and, and, President Nintendo. <laughs> 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 <was> Nintendo's title.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely interesting because we haven't seen game prices go up, but we have seen developers figure out how to wait, make money in, in other quadrants. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like, I I don't know. I, I feel like I would love to see games go up 10 bucks and then have less of the icky stuff, but mm-hmm. in reality, that would never happen. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way, like, they never passed the savings on to us of, like, not having a disc or a box or a manual. Like, not only did digital games stay the same price as physical games, but people who bought physical games just got less stuff in the box. And so everybody kind of just got screwed and the the savings never really got passed on to the consumers.
4: And then you you also have to factor in like the more we emphasize realism in our graphics, the higher the cost of producing that game is going to be. Right.
1: So and like, also people don't pay they don't want to pay 60 bucks for like cartoony games anymore because yeah. they're like realism is is worth money but drawings are not. And you're like, yeah.
4: "What?" So that's, that's what I mean when I say baggage. I think there's a lot of there's just a lot of associations we have with these things the more real it is, the more premium it is. Right. But, you know, that's driving up the cost of something that, you know, it's not necessarily better or worse than something with a different graphics approach. Yeah, the pricing and mm-hmm.
1: everything is completely Bonkers right now because it's like something like untitled goose game, which is like it sort of the the concept of that game went viral basically Mm -hmm. like it's huge That game is $20 and it can be finished in two hours. Yeah. Yeah, and then there are other games that are 60 bucks that can be it, you can play for the rest of your life, yeah. and, and so
0: then, and then Game Pass too, Xbox right. Game yeah. Pass. Like you're gonna be able to play Outer Worlds day one if you have that
1: for like five bucks a month or yeah. something. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like and so the the value we attribute to experience experiential stuff now is just completely all over the place, and there's no tonal consistency or style guide there. Like yeah. shorter movies aren't cheaper than longer ones. You're like you would have to pay more for yeah, end game. and
4: and more movies with really high budgets aren't more expensive to see than. Yeah. Then. Exactly. Yeah. That's why Paranormal Activity, they made like 10 of those. Well,
1: yeah, because ex- you can film them in like that one lady's house. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
4: keep, Ghost keeps showing up. It costs like no money and you make a ton of you money. You make so much
1: money. That's the, that that Blair Witch strategy. Yeah. Um, but like people are always like, oh, this game is short. It should be cheaper. And you're like, okay, cool. But then that means Skyrim is $1,000. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no one is ever like, I want to yeah, pay more I'll money. And I'll buy it three times. Yeah, I'll buy it three times. I'll buy it on every platform ever.
4: I actually do own three copies of Skyrim. I, oh, have, I, I have do.
2: 360, Switch, PS4. Yeah, I've got I've, oh, I've, I purchased. I might the, have four. Yeah, I'm about oh. to
0: own four copies of The Witcher Three. Yep,
3: yeah yep. I
1: purchased <laughs> the original Super Mario Brothers on literally every yep. device it's ever been released on.
0: A so,
2: friend of mine used to uh, collect uh, copies of Resident Evil Four. So oh, in multiple languages, all the special editions. She had tons of them.
3: Wow. Yeah.
2: Ooh, cat. You know. Yeah, cat's great. Yeah. Um. For I used to buy
4: every version of Pokemon from every generation so I could trade with myself because I had no friends. And then I went <laughs> to Japan and I got Pokemon Green and then jean Luke and his girlfriend Georgia got me Pokemon Yellow in Japanese. So now I have two copies of Pokemon Yellow plus Red and Blue and Green and <laughs> <laughs> it's bad.
1: It adorable. says catch them all on the box, so yeah. you're doing what they told you. to do.
4: You know, I, <laughs> like a good consumer, I <laughs> yeah. follow directions. You, right. you can say anything good about me. It's that.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't say maybe you should catch them all. It's like you have. You gotta yeah. do it. I
4: have
3: to. <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: not
1: a choice. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we should probably move along. Mm. Uh, next up, I'm gonna read most of the story because I don't want to get anything wrong. Mm-hmm. But mm. I'll probably be incapable of reading. Do you
4: want me to read it? Do you want
0: to read it? Sure. All right.
4: Okay. Take it away. We have this running thing This is from
0: GameSpot, by the way. Tamor was like, make sure to plug that this article is from Mm GameSpot.com.
4: And and never heard of it. A running thing where uh, nobody on this podcast can read. read. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Mostly me. (laughs) (laughs) All
4: right. Activision Blizzard banned a professional Hearthstone player from competitive events and rescinded his winnings after he voiced support for pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong. The decision has led to sharp criticism from some in the community, including calls for a boycott. CBS News reports that Blitzchung, the, that's the player's name, or what, what do we call that? GamerTag.
0: Uh, GamerTag, y- gamer sure, yeah.
4: Sure. Was conducting a post-match interview when he shouted, Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our times. Blizzard found this was in violation of its Hearthstone Grandmaster's competition rules and indicated the offending rule, quote, Engaging in any act that, in Blizzard's sole discretion, brings you into public disre- disrepute." disrepute Uh, i would say either sure offends a portion or group of the public or otherwise damages blizzard uh, blizzard's image will result in a removal from grandmasters and reduction of the player's prize total to zero u.s dollars the rule reads
1: i hate that they wrote that part i know like they would have should have just been like oh we remove the prize money but they're like you get zero zero dollars (laughs) yeah It's, it's like the fake money
4: i know Chung has subsequently been banned from Hearthstone Esports for one year, and he'll need to forfeit $10,000 in prize money from the tournament. Activision Blizzard is partly owned by the Chinese company Tencent. The company also noted that the two ho- uh, two hosts were fired. Chung has been a competitive Hearthstone player for years, having placed in tournaments starting in 2017, according to Liquidpedia, which I assume is, is the, a Blizzard-related...
2: Uh, no, it's, it's more than so just... Like Team Liquid?
4: Or is it related? So, to it's that? just
2: like a bunch of esports, I think, are on there.
0: So a couple of things I want to point out. First, that was written by Steve Watts. Shout uh, to he wrote Steve that. Watts. I forgot to put that in the in the in the the notes. Uh, the other thing is Epic came out saying like, "Oh, we would never do anything like this to our uh, to to anyone who plays our games mm. or whatever." Interesting thing though is that Tencent also owns a good amount of Epic games, I mm-hmm. believe. Mm. It like gets really uh, so muddy when you yeah, get there. I, I don't yeah. know how much. I don't know how much they made this decision based on Tencent being a Chinese company, but I just right. found it really interesting that Epic was very quick to be like, we would never do anything like that, yeah. even though Tencent also owns that. Maybe they don't own as much. Like, to be honest, I haven't done all the research, but that was the first thing that came to mind when I read this story.
1: Yeah, I, my reaction to that was sort of like Epic has never done anything like that yet. Because they haven't been tested, <laughs> and someone will say something one day, and they'll be like, "Ah,
4: oh, damn, yeah.
1: we got to do something about this." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, this is, this is a it's a doozy. This is a very tough one. There's really it's it's an absolute minefield to talk about because mm-hmm. it is that. That we that thing we danced around so many times before when talking about cardboard characters is <laughs> We're the, talking
2: about a cardboard cutout yeah, of
4: Barack Obama the, the
1: intersection of video games and politics um, which becomes more and more nebulous when your video game icons and heroes and celebrities are real world people mm. and video games are an art form and art inspires life and vice versa and um, that you like you really you reach a territory where it is almost impossible to disconnect video game and politics from this and if you're one of those people that says keep politics out of video games okay fine but I dare you to try to do that here yeah Yeah. (laughs) because that becomes almost almost next to impossible to do.
2: I mean, yeah. man, uh, Waypoint's article, the headline is, Blizzard's Hong Kong screw-up is officially an international incident. Yeah, you've got
4: politicians commenting on yeah, it. You've got are, Marco
0: uh, Rubio. Marco Rubio yeah, tweeted was, about it. I was blown yeah, away by that. Quote tweeted. I forget who uh,
2: who uh, tweeted the original story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Senator Wyden? Wyden? Sure. Huh? From Oregon. Um, you've got Blizzard uh, Activision Blizzard employees staging a walkout. You know the the statue in the, that, yeah. in the um, yeah. Blizzard campus. It's um, what is it? It's like I uh, figure what it says. It's something about says
0: all voices are equal or yeah. something like that. The yeah,
4: diversity slash freedom. Yeah. sort there's, of there's sentiment.
0: There's like quotes
1: about in- inclusion, and they went out there basically with printer paper and, and covered, covered it. it up. Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, you're getting a lot of like uh, people, um, you know, suspending their WoW accounts or their Hearthstone accounts, uh, d- trying to delete their Battle.net account. A lot, yep. lot
2: of There's a lot of conversation attention. as well about um, was the Blizzard subreddit always closed or was it just closed because of this? There's also stuff mm-hmm. about May from Overwatch being used as mm-hmm. some kind of...
1: Like a hero character. Yeah. yeah like yeah. like, like um, an icon yeah. to yeah. The Hong Kong. Um,
2: and the Overwatch mods are deleting that in mm-hmm. the Overwatch subreddit. Yeah. And it's... uh, The Call of Duty Mobile is getting review bombed on uh, mm-hmm. iTunes and stuff. It's...
4: Yeah, because uh, Activision is currently seeking approval to release Call of Duty Mobile in the Chinese market. Oh. So that's
2: another um, right. layer to the story. Don't they? Isn't there a there is a Chinese only? I think version of Call of Duty. Yeah, I yes. mean Ch- yes. Ch- Ch- Chinese. Chinese. The Chinese mean,
4: games market does have a lot of its own, and it's a very lucrative market. You see this with movies too. Oh um, yeah. There was a thread I saw earlier today about self censorship in the entertainment industry. Um, to make something palatable for the Chinese market. Um, It's very complicated. Like, you know, none of us took, international relations and diplomacy classes to, to, to talk about like the if, intricacies of this. If
1: we did and we still ended up here. <laughs> I don't wow. know if it would. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That means we screwed up something very, very big. Um, yeah. No, this this sort of makes you yearn for the days where people were mad at Diablo Mobile. I know. <laughs> like that's, that feels like such a simpler time. Yeah. And we're, we're heading into BlizzCon like very soon, right?
4: Yeah. I don't consider myself an expert by any means. I definitely have an opinion on this. Um, I'd rather not share it. But like. Uh, yeah, it's extremely. There's a lot of like business, a lot of politics, a lot of social aspects to this. Um, something that uh, if you're into games at all, you should definitely be reading up on. Mm. Um, like Jake said, we have a story about this on our site. We have um, multiple stories. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like, this is uh, definitely something to to pay attention to just for your own like awareness.
1: Do, do you guys think that that their core issue here? Removed from a lot of uh, the stuff around it is that this um, this messaging came from this player during like one of their events and one of their streams. Like, are they are they essentially trying to strip away any sort of like you know like political uh, impressions or bias or anything like that from from the people that they associate with, or are they well, upset that this happened during one of their?
4: So the well, the I mean, rule violation yeah. says that it's just. They were engaging in an act that puts you into public disrepute, which is a word I've only ever read before. And right. I don't know how well, to pronounce. I mean, but like, if, if you're put into public, a bad public opinion. So it doesn't specify in this rule that it has to happen at a Blizzard-sponsored.
1: So event. he technically could have just like filmed a video himself in his car, and they'd yeah. he'd still lose the it's money.
2: It's like that streamer. Well, I mean, Roman Profit, Overwatch League season one. He flipped off the camera, and he got um, fined a thousand dollars. I think he was banned from playing for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they have a very, I don't know, they crack down on what's seen as uh, misbehaving. Yeah. Right. Um, And And so I think the debate here is why was this considered misbehaving? I think it's the core mm -hmm. of at least
4: part of the debate. The other part of it is, does this have to do with business in China? But the other part is, why totally. is this? Yeah.
1: Totally. Because um, I, I, I would wonder from like a broadcasting sort of perspective, it's like, it are these the rules at NBC, ABC, CBS? Right. Mm. Um, when you get into the the muddy waters of like mm. the, the funding that... that sort of funnels into this 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 massive entity as a whole um things obviously definitely get trickier yeah. but i think if you just strip it down to like what you can and can't say on camera that's one conversation but it's like if he would have been chastised for doing this on his own at home that's a separate conversation entirely so yeah um, and that's I think it's, what's
4: I th- kind of muddy here too
1: yeah it's difficult because like we th- this company is totally all about propping up these human beings as characters and celebrities and stuff like that and when people get big they want to use their platform to get out the messaging they believe in Mm -hmm. whether that's telling people to go to a cool restaurant in town or talk about something that's like deeply personally important to them Mm -hmm. um and so i do think there needs to be some some way for people to be able to continue to do that in some Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. that has to get removed from any sort of like you know, public streams that these guys are running, that's a conversation. But I think that, like, telling everyone that, that is under the umbrella of Blizzard mm-hmm. to shut up forever is, like, a very dangerous thing to do.
4: Yeah. I mean, this isn't exactly a one to one, but you, you see um, stuff like in idol culture, if you're talking about, like, K like pop and J pop. Yep. Like, if you are in an idol group like that, there is so much you're not allowed to do. It's very controlling. And it's not just, like, while on stage, it's, like, just in your life. that's a similar question like is it yeah under that umbrella is it a general or you're not allowed to do anything Mm -hmm. spicy or is it a
1: right does it lie on the spice yeah yeah. there's the yeah there's like cultural differences there too and like that's the thing we also have freedom of speech which people conflate with i can say anything whatever i want anywhere (laughs) which is obviously also not the case um because ultimately, this is like a private stream that is owned corporately. It's, yeah, it's very yeah, complicated. It's definitely very complicated. It
4: reminds me, and this is also not a one-to-one, but like kneeling during the anthem for football players. Yeah. Like that comes into the who owns this airtime, mm-hmm. which is really messy.
1: No, I like when I was a kid, I would never like take my hat off at when I got <laughs> dragged to football games because I hated, I hated the entire concept of being there, period. It had nothing to do with the disrespect of the troops. I just didn't. <laughs> yes. I didn't want to be sitting in like the in like four degree w- weather in the Meadowlands, New Jersey, wearing like a yeah. parka, cheering for a bunch of dudes I didn't recognize. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, we all have quiet protests. Mm. Mine had nothing to do with the troops. I was just like, I don't want to be here. I want <laughs> to go home and play cool. Zelda. Yeah. No, huh? I, yeah.
4: I did that with. Uh, I love my brother. He played every sport under the sun. Right. Every sport, and I. I had to go to all of the games. My parents were like, you got to support him. I didn't play any sports that had audience things. I did karate. Yeah. There was nothing to watch.
1: I am. I am pushing. I'm pushing art and reading and creativity on my daughter Mm -hmm. super hard right now because I know it's like important, but it also means that I'll be home at like four (laughs) o'clock.
4: Like I just eventually I had to be like you guys to my parents. Like I I have. I have. I can't be at. I have a baseball thing. Yeah. I have
2: homework to do. I have to study. I can't be at this baseball game. Tangent. There. When you guys say study, does that mean you're doing homework? Yes. Right. Because I always thought for us, whenever you say you're studying, you are revising for an exam.
3: Oh. Yeah. So no. it
2: always confused me whenever I hear in American sitcoms and stuff like, oh, yeah, he's studying. I'm like, I mean, test is Oh, that, no, have? that's interesting. For, for us, yeah. that word
1: kind of it bridges both of those
4: things.
0: Yeah. We yeah. use it
4: interchangeably, kind right. of. Yeah. If you were like really like, Prepping for an exam, you would say cramming.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. And and I feel feel like I'd either say cramming or I'd say studying for a test or doing homework. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I'd just say, oh, I'm going home to study. I wouldn't refer to homework. I would just say I'm going home to study. Yeah. Like
1: Mm -hmm. a a lot of our homework, too, was like build up towards a test. So
4: we have I. Homework was so oppressive. I did homework. I started drinking coffee at 15 oh because God. I was up until 1 a.m. every you, you night. You made homework,
0: homework oppressive, right?
4: I have crippling anxiety. <laughs> oh.
0: Have you seen Booksmart?
4: No, actually. Yeah. Please
1: oh, watch that movie. Please watch it. Yeah. It's no, so good. No, that is good. a wonderful movie about like incredibly smart young women who realize that like they skipped on everything just so they could study and then a lot that's, of the friends got into the same schools and they're like what the hell were we doing this no, whole no that's
4: exactly how i yeah. felt no one from my grade got in to any we were all like like where are you applying oh you know georgetown like this and that and everybody was like well i got into uh, uc santa barbara and ucla so i'm going to one of those and everybody went to one of those <laughs> and we were all, I was like, why did I even take the SAT? Yep. I hate my life. I hate everything. And then I got a job doing video games. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: anything to add about the about Blizzard, Blizzard stuff?
4: I, I think we covered uh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think we, we covered it. We got questions uh, to answer. Around. We do mm. have a lot of questions. Uh, Ryan, how long do you have? You have a, a family.
0: I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Whatever you guys need from me. Oh. This is a shorter episode. I can already tell. Because we're not still talking about what we've been playing this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh Lucy, do you want to read the first listener question? This one's a little tough. He is from Brazil. I tried to fix some of the stuff, um, but I really like the questions.: Hey,
4: shout out to you for writing a message in English. if, you're, yeah. if you're, that's yeah, yeah. not your
2: first language, that rocks. Uh, hello, guys, my name is Ricardo. I'm 41 years old. I've been playing since I was seven. I'm from São Paulo, Brazil, and I really like the podcast.: Thank, Thank you for listening. listening. Uh, after the State of Play and your Last of Us 2 video, my hype is huge, not only about that game, but to see what the end of this gen is holding for us next year. Final Fantasy 7, The Last of Us 2, Part 2, sorry, uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077, do you guys feel the same? That we're going to have the best gen ending next year? Uh, any of these games will work as a transition game. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, that we're going to have the best gen ending next year. And um, that any of these games will work as a transition game, working on both PS4 and Xbox One, and in the new ones, which I guess are Project Scarlet and PS5, that will arrive soon. And as a second question, which games bring tears to your eyes, not like Sekiro or <laughs> Dark Souls, that's very fair, uh, tears of hate, which are tears of hate, but really emotional tears. My last one was Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, and then he has mild, these are mild, this is This is a, mild, a very, very spoiler. mild spoiler, but if you haven't played Red Dead 2... It's not even about a human character. You're fine. Yeah. Uh, skip forward 15 seconds. I had two horses. Uh, one during a third of the game, and the other through the rest of the game. So when the horse died, I was devastated. Dude, that yeah. was like
1: that was hard. That was hard. Hugs, hard. From, Brazil. Was dark.
2: Hugs from Brazil, Ricardo.
1: Yeah. I had I had like an amazing horse for like 15 yeah. hours in that yeah. game, and I was running along like doing a train robbery, and he just like veered his neck slightly oh. and slapped <laughs> the side of his train, and was just like. <laughs> It <laughs> just like exploded flew in the air and I went back looking for him and he was just like super dead And I used like the horse medicine and everything and nothing no. that was that was grim
4: it, It's really hard. yeah the thing about when animals are hurt is you're like man. I can't even tell you. I'm sorry You don't speak English. Yep, Yeah. like I can't even like you know when you like accidentally step on your dog's paw and you're like oh my god you must hate me i can't even express how sorry i am mm. let me
2: give you all this cheese <laughs> so you know and then it's a person you step on their foot and you're like oh sorry dude sorry man, sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> um i mean related to that red dead one uh not red dead redemption but um spoilers for Shadow of the Colossus, I guess, (laughs) if you haven't played that game, but you really should, there's no excuse, the PS4 remaster is incredible, Mm -hmm. Um, when aggro falls off, um, that cliff thing in the final mission, and when you're on the way to the final Colossus, that was... So all of
1: ours are about horses.
2: Got me. (laughs) Um, The actual one that did make me cry was Mass Effect 3 when um, I thought that Grunt died.
3: Oh, (laughs) Not
2: even, like, Garrus... <laughs> or I Sol has actually survived in my playthrough which I discovered later is really rare but I managed to just get this string of decisions and I managed to save him uh, but there's a bit where I think it's the... Um, Oh like he he's running out of a cave. What are the um the big spider people? The Rachni. The about. the Rachni queen and I thought he was left behind and yeah, then I'd yeah. l- abandoned him and then he came running out and he was like shooting all these baby Rachni and I like burst in into tears. Yeah. <laughs> um, 20, so I, 2012 was a time. I was
0: actually, <laughs> actually going to say uh with with the whole thing that happened with Morden and stuff like that once <laughs> again I don't want to spoil but uh yeah, yeah, that was that was Did pretty sad. Did you cry? Sad. I don't know if I cried.
4: Jake doesn't really cry. We'll see. Jake, I don't know what that means. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) see.
0: Jake doesn't cry. I'll Make him cry. Have
4: you ever cried at a game ever?
0: Uh, man, the beginning of the Last of Us is pretty, uh, pretty rough. Yeah, rough. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mine's also uh the first Red Dead Redemption horse related. I had not horse related. (laughs) I had a complete hysterical breakdown after the end of that game, like full on like. Hmm. hysterical sobbing, could not breathe. Like I said, I have crippling anxiety <laughs> and I really could cry at any time I cried this morning. So I just, <laughs> just for fun. Just, you know, something I, uh, that's a
1: good way to get like uh, your own seat on the train. Yeah.
4: yeah. I, I, you know, it's gotten a lot better Good than it used to be. But, uh, yeah, I like, couldn't for like a full 30 minutes, like could not do anything. I was so oh. upset and then you know you know when you, you're like done crying and you're kind of like well that was uh that was fun how, how, how are you guys doing yeah. what's going your on your face
1: is still really hot you're then, like mm-hmm. I'm but
4: I'm fine <laughs> you're breathing
3: though. weird I'm bright red yeah. yeah
4: oh I haven't eaten in two days I should really easily right? <laughs> so um that's mine we didn't answer the actual question.
2: oh no 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 there was two boxes we'll, we'll get question. back to it
0: uh yeah. Brian do you have one uh, uh I do
1: do but it's kind of it's kind of sad. I mean, I guess that's the point. Mm. <laughs> um, no, uh, I I I really cried a lot at the end of God of War because that I played oh. I played that game um, <laughs> a couple months after uh, mm. I lost my mother to cancer, kind of mm. unexpectedly, and also a couple months before I became a dad. Yeah. So that game was this weird bridge between two like major life events for me, and that game was also the story about like this like kind of you know scruffy angry bald guy <laughs> like <laughs> grieving but also figuring out how to like you know take care of life in the world and, mm-hmm. and and be a good person for them um and so i got to the end of that game and i just broke and just like just collapsed into tears and then i, I it was like a two weeks before the game came out and i messaged cory and i was like Hey ma'am. Like how dare you. First of all, like, yeah.
2: How yeah, I was dare like, you? Friend I was of the like,
1: podcast. Yeah I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, here's a, uh, here's 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 what happened to me and here's why this impacted me personally. And um just thank you for making something so beautiful that I think captured so much of that. And he was like, mm-hmm. Can I send this to the whole team? And I was like, Yeah, Aww. it's i gonna be fun to me. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was man really beautiful. Brian. I know. Yeah, I know. So yeah, yeah that was a good one. Aww. Um and yeah, I do think that next year is going to be the best last year <laughs>
3: for, for
0: a video game console ever.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at it now. So where were we? It was 2012, 2013? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so that was The Last of Us 1.
2: Uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. 5? Grand Theft Auto 5 Ooh. was a big one. Bioshock Infinite. still kicking. Yeah. Um, Tomb Raider reboot. Um... <laughs> A lot of stuff that like lasted, I feel like. Batman Arkham. What Batman Arkham game was Oh, Origins. <laughs> uh sorry. <laughs> Seriously though, where is that? Uh, do you have one in Montreal? Yeah, well, yeah let's right. not get you started on that. Yeah, they were just like <laughs> teasing that's, something. That's my new that's um, my new just saving segment. it for the
0: game awards. Give it a couple months. Yeah. The
3: end
2: no, of not.
1: The End of the Wii era had Resident Evil Four in its final year. Oh, that's mm-hmm. like one of my favorite that's like one of my favorite Swan songs ever mm-hmm. for a console. Um which uh, ended up getting ported to literally everything ever. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But next, oh, yeah. GameCube. Ne- Oh, that it was GameCube. That's yeah, yeah. right. I'm sorry. Um Yeah, that was that was like a really interesting sort of like end of life for that system. Mm. Uh, especially because it was just like this little purple purse that you had a handle on. <laughs> yeah. you know,
0: like, and then like, play this M-rated yeah, resident it, evil it, game it, that it, everyone's it, telling me is the best game ever. And I'm like, well, I just want to play Mario on this thing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I want to shoot my squirt gun and jump on the on the on the puzzles. <laughs> um Yeah, so that was a really good one. But I think this is like this is gonna be this is going to be such an amazing final year for consoles oh, that I God, think it's yeah. going to be a tough sell to Run out and buy a new system.
4: Yeah, like, like I'm thinking back, it's, it's oddly mirroring the end of last gen for me because I played The Last of Us on a, a, an original chunky PS3. Same here, yeah. And I'm gonna be playing Last of Us Part Two on my original PS4. You
1: can call it chunky, it's okay. It's
4: <laughs> chunky yet funky. It's, yeah, it's like it's it's medium thick, I yeah. guess. Yeah, and
2: um, I think. Yeah, it's an interesting transition, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But then if you think about the actual transition titles for at least PS3 to PS4, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh,
4: but yeah. you got The Last of Us remastered. So you're but not, have, not for like a year yeah, or that,
2: so that after. That, was, oh, that was, yeah, was a year after. It wasn't yeah, was straight away. Because
0: yeah. that's why I didn't buy my PS4 at launch. I bought it. Later, because the Last of Us remastered, I didn't
4: buy my PS4 at launch either. But it wasn't because of that. It was just because that, that's how money works. Well,
0: yeah, I yeah. guess that as well. But I, got, I, like,
2: but I, got, I got mine at launch, and then because um, I was working in games at the time, I got like this pack of games from Sony to be like, hey in your PS4 with these and I was like well I guess I'll play Assassin's Creed again yep. I've already played it on 360 but yeah, I think because what's there interesting there was nothing for a few months until I guess Infamous came out mm. that yeah, interested it, me it,
1: anyway. no I was in the same boat um, what's interesting about this list Final Fantasy 7 The Last of Us 2 Cyberpunk is that literally nobody is looking at these games going wow these look like trash Get those new consoles out. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Like this is one of those end of the generations where I'm just like, I think there's a little bit more life here than we're giving it credit. Like, honestly, if like if we had to wait an extra year, I wouldn't mind too much. I know Mm. this is like uh, the wheels are in motion. We're getting new consoles next fall, no matter what. But I can't look at the I can't look at that that trailer for The Last of Us 2 with some of the greatest animation I've ever seen in this
0: medium
2: mm-hmm.
1: and be like, God, hurry up and get here next gen. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. imagine
0: too, they're going to do something similar where, I mean, there's already supposed to be backwards compatibility, but I bet they'll have like a remastered version of The Last yeah. of Us 2, Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy 7. Mm-hmm. Like I imagine like that stuff is going to- like souped up I mean, version. just like yeah. Im-
2: improved loading times. I know that uh, for Cyberpunk, at least they're really going, oh, there will be no loading times in the game. As you're it's playing, it's going to take a long time but, when I you first mean, load in, right? It's going to be like GTA where you're sat there for however long waiting for the actual game <laughs> to load. Slow zoom-ins on artwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one thing I will say is that um, my pro, I bought it for God of War actually. That was, the thing, that was the game that made me upgrade. It still sounds like my pro is going to take off even mm, when I'm playing yeah. something that's still relatively... Old, it's it's kind of nuts within. Yeah. You know, it's nuts generation. to have
1: the Xbox One X also and play games on there, and it's just whisper quiet yeah. no matter what. Yeah, and I play the Pro. And it's like even.
4: ah, I yeah. I had a uh, an original PS4 at my desk, um, and they upgraded me to a uh, PS4 Pro because it was
2: even louder, and they were like, "Oh my god, <laughs> we can't have you playing games at work with that thing." Wow. Aaron Sampson has his PS4 Pro, and I, I sit um like kind of across the corner from Aaron and he has his ps4 pro on top of the um it's like the cushion that's on top of the the drawers under our desks yeah so we have these um these units that stick out but they're big drawers and they have this kind of cushion top filing cabinet thing yeah. yeah and Aaron's ps4 like I'm constantly concerned that it's going to take off <laughs> because the noise that thing makes like it doesn't bother me. I'm just sat there going, like one of these days, gonna one of these away. days, it's gonna, it's gonna set fire.
0: It's gonna just shoot up into the ceiling, yeah. just like a hundred miles an hour. I don't
2: think the cushion helps. I got a
0: launch Xbox One, and that thing was Ooh. loud. It's a
2: brick. It's a yeah. brick. First of all, yeah. yeah, it's so big. It's
0: two bricks because there's the <laughs> console, and then yeah. there's the, the power, there's brick. The power yeah. brick, which both of those were pretty loud. Like the console was louder, but you could still hear the power brick, and together it was just like, yeah. Make it stop.
1: It's so That's weird because the One X doesn't even have a power brick and it's like yeah. totally quiet. No. And you're like, what are you hiding? Yeah. You <laughs> like, don't know your, I'm here. What's your secret? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's Yeah, it's going to be a, a really interesting final year because I don't think we're going to be like, bring us the new consoles. But I'm, they're showing up no matter what.
4: And then like we have the switch to bridge any gap yep. of no games, right? Like the other thing is Nintendo's always a little off. Or Mm. not always,
2: but they have been. They're a bit. A little off. They worked their own schedule. Yeah. Mm
4: -hmm. And like now it's like the the Switch is not going to be obsolete next holiday. No. You know, so like.
1: No, the Switch is. It's like I'm
4: not going to be like there's nothing to play with the new generation I'm gonna have plenty to do
1: yeah they might just be like here's Breath of the Wild 2 have a great summer, <laughs> a great summer. <laughs> <laughs> happy Happy Christmas or whatever yeah
4: we're all like well that's the next four months of content for <laughs> yeah exactly
1: and you're like well should I play this on the thing I have already or go spend like $700 on
4: yeah. you know and, a and,
1: prettier knack
4: honestly it is <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not confirming anything. I haven't heard Wow,
2: rumors, that's the next Wired article. Yeah.
1: I, love, I love PlayStation. I co-host a PlayStation podcast at IGN. I think we might get a prettier knack. That might be. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, uh,
4: poor Mark Cerny.
0: Did Tamor add this next question? He, uh,
4: oh. Actually, I don't think, I don't know, the Apple Arcade one? No, no. there's another Top one. Top Slayer 13. Top Slayer 13 London. from Wait, London. Wait, I don't have this on mine. Okay, you gotta read it.
0: Hi, After Dark crew. Loving the podcast so far. You all seem knowledgeable and I like your vibes. My question is for Jake. I know you love anime and you're big into <laughs> Dragon Warrior, so you clearly have weeb cred. <laughs> I was wondering, what I was wondering. number one, what's your favorite anime? And two, what is your fave Dragon Warrior game?
2: That's from Top Slayer Thanks. 13 Top in Slayer London. Top Slayer
0: 13. That's got to be tomorrow, right?
2: I don't know. I'm not First his of all, keeper. Top Slayer 13,
4: thank you for um, being a friend of the show yeah. and for understanding the goof here. Mm-hmm. So, Jake, what's your favorite anime? Pokemon?
0: That's the only one I feel like I've watched enough of. Maybe Dragon Ball?
1: Jake, your uh, your you're thing on Twitter with like the no anime penguin oh yeah is, it is. <laughs> that is that is like my 2019 like Borat's my wife <laughs> where it's done that thing where it's like the funniest thing in the world and then you're like oh it's getting played out but then it crescends right back into being funnier than it ever was the best is when I see like, other people use it and I'm
4: yeah. like all right I've, I've, I've made a difference <laughs> I've made a difference I um I
1: love it so much please please never stop doing that <laughs>
4: Jake, could you list some anime that you've maybe started watching or watched some episodes of?
0: Uh, Full Metal Alchemist, mm-hmm. Brotherhood. Thank you. Okay, that was correct. Cowboy Bebop.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> Very good.
0: I watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z as a kid.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I watched a lot of Pokemon as a kid.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No Digimon.
0: No Digimon. What about
2: Samurai Champloo?
0: Oh, I watched like half an episode because a friend told me to watch it. He's like, "This is how you get into anime," and I was like, "No." What do you
2: think about Kill la Kill?
0: I don't know. Haven't seen it.
2: What about My Hero Academia? Haven't seen it, dude. It's really good. What about um? How oh, do you, you know How what? do you sit next to Tamor and you haven't seen My Hero Academia? I ignore
0: him. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he sits there and goes, Jake San, Jake San, Jake San. Yeah,
3: he,
4: ca- he literally Jake-san. calls him Jacobson.
1: We uh we did a bit on my comedy podcast, the Comedy Button, recently, where Max Scoville asked me to name ten characters from anime. <gasps> that was that that was a
3: who'd you damn name challenge.
0: Uh
3: Ash God, I Ketchum um,
4: <laughs> Misty. I could do, yeah, I could okay, do yeah. some of the Pokemon characters. Okay, okay, Jake, yeah, just rapid fire. What are the first ten that come to your mind?
0: Okay. Can I do Pokemon or because sure, I played yeah, the Pokemon, game, Pokemon so I know that. I think that I think that's cheating. Okay. Personally. Okay, not Pokemon. Yeah. Spike. Good. Okay. Cowboy. Okay, Spike's Spike Eagle. Goku. Uh-huh. Good. Can't forget about Vegeta. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> If, you're, if you can name
1: multiple from Dragon Ball and you have that as an option... Oh, Boma. There you go. That's correct. Uh, p- pic- piccolo? Uh-huh. Yep. When, when I'm, I did I'm my trying list, to help
2: you out, man. When
1: I did my list, my first one was Krillin, and Max was like, What?! He's like, I've never heard you say that word. (laughs) Uh,
4: I want let the record show that uh, Lucy pretended to look cold because she's trying to get Jake to say Frieza. (laughs) Oh,
0: Oh, Frieza, cell. Thank you for getting. Uh, 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 Was it Majin Buu?
2: Oh my God! God.
0: See, but I'm just naming uh, Dragon Ball Z because I saw. Okay, so Dragon Ball Z is your favorite anime. Okay.
4: Thank you, Top Slayer thirteen.
1: Um, I actually watched uh, Evangelion for the first time this year and adored it. That's awesome. You don't like it? You haven't seen it? Don't. (laughs) Are you kidding me? No, I'm going to call you out on this. I've known you for years. (laughs) You love anime. I was like... (laughs) What are you talking about? I was like, we we talked about the
2: politics in China. Is that something to do with it that we can't Um, talk about?
1: Since I'm a snitch, let the record show that Callie multiple times looked at me, turned away and was like, I haven't seen it. Like, don't <laughs> She was, don't she blow was doing my the, spot. And I was like, no, I'm pouncing on this opportunity. She was doing the
2: uh, the thing across the neck. Like, the, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: don't, don't tell anyone my street cred is going to be over.
2: Callie, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> I, but you are a bigger you, weeb than I am. Please, so this is on please you. Please don't tell Max. Please don't tell Max. Oh my Wait, god, oh, Max really? doesn't know. Max doesn't know. People are gonna don't
1: don't tweet at Max. Don't tell Max. Max <laughs> Don't yeah. tweet at late.
2: Max Scovin. And Jen don't know. <laughs> Please
0: don't. No way. It. I actually liked it watching it all. Yeah, me
4: you too. Shut
2: up. <laughs> shut up.
0: <laughs> me too.
2: You don't know <laughs> I think it's
0: I think it's excellent.
1: Yeah. If
2: Tam is looking for the breakout to write up for uh, this week's episode on site, I think we
1: have it. I that. so I there's an anime that I've seen that you haven't, that's crazy. <laughs> <Of course.
4: laughs> Well, I've seen, I've seen fruits all Roots Basket, sorts, basket <laughs> and Food Wars and Psychopaths and all sorts of stuff that you guys with weird names. There's a movie, there's an anime movie called um, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, and at first I was like, what does that mean? But it's the same energy as. Uh, Kurt Cobain saying I want to eat your cancer away and it's literally about pancreatic cancer
1: oh interesting is it the same energy as Evangelion oh wait no you didn't see
4: that. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no this is all staying in
4: yeah. no I already told That's everyone amazing. I've ever played Bioshock <laughs> <laughs> you can't.
0: submitted for the <laughs> approval of the After Dark podcast I call this the story of Apple Arcade can't count Throws midnight dust into the fire. The Apple Arcade is a delightful new service that, as advertised by every game page, offers access to 100-plus groundbreaking ba- titles. Or does it? <laughs> <laughs> sure, there's a ton of games, and sure, most of them are bangers, and sure, the the new controller support is awesome, awesome. and it removes so many <laughs> barriers. Sorry, I can't read. It removes so many barriers <laughs> to play, but are there really 100 titles? I did some sleuthing, which led me to the all game section where with the help of a little science i discovered that only 70 i discovered there are only 71 titles i'm gonna make it through this
4: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Well. i want to read this one though okay now i'm not a science titian oh
0: that's great
4: 71 is far less than 100 plus which brings me to my question do we riot <laughs> or is business as usual as they most likely have plenty of games in the pipeline in all seriousness, I really do love the service and love playing great games. Without all the mobile gaming nonsense, I just think the number discrepancy was a little weird because it's constantly boasting 100 plus titles. Thanks for doing such a great show from Robbie. Thanks for doing such a great question, Robbie. I just had to take over because Science Titian um, was Thank
0: really you for a- doing all that sleuthing, too.
2: Can I, I be the fun sponge here? About, about, like, Robbie's signs fun, fun, fun sponge? You know when someone just sponges up all the fun. fun. Yeah.
1: Got it. <laughs> that sounds way worse than it actually is. It is. <laughs>
3: It's it's a British Dude, thing. A
4: fun, you a sound sponge? Sponge? like the contraception.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oi mate, you got your fun sponge. <laughs> Sorry.
1: I think oi mate, you got your fun sponge is the least.
2: Oi slag, you the... got your fun sponge. <laughs>
1: That is the least sexually appealing (laughs) sentence I've heard in my entire life. (laughs) Oi, mate, you got your fun spot.
2: Well, there's the episode title for this week. Uh, No, so I read this email when it came in. And I looked on the Apple website, and they never said they would have 100 at launch. They said they would roll it out over fall. So, Robbie, I, I like the scientifician. I like the methods I love this approach. Um,
1: but why, didn't, why didn't you just say you were like dropping a truth bomb or something?
2: <laughs> no. <like that>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck in the fun. Because
1: we could like. You got us in that fun sponge thing.
2: <laughs> but no, can't it's, get it's, out of it now. says on the website. But th- I mean, to be fair, uh, Robbie actually raises a good point unintentionally because Apple Arcade are doing a shocking job at telling you when new games are coming out. Mm-hmm. So I, t- I said on the podcast, I think it was last week, that when Apple Arcade came out, I downloaded every single game, but I don't see when they reveal new games because I don't get like a pop up within App Store or anything that right. they've added new games to Arcade. Like, I found out that the Bradwell conspiracy came out because I saw a tweet from Brian Crescente. And right. I was like, okay, I'm going to like set notifications. Yeah. Uh, no, this is
1: not, like an, it's, it's not an arcade. It's yeah. like if you just put a hundred arcade cabinets in a town.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, that's what honestly like and your
4: you, job is to find them. Uh, all yeah. The
1: I, I wish they were. And they're like, we put some news on the back of the one on the third street. And you're like, I didn't go there. Like, I wish there was like one dedicated hub for these things, like a launcher. Yeah. That, like even just like one icon I could put on the front of my phone. And I'd be like arcade. And I click on it and they're like, there's new games in the arcade. And I was like, I love
2: those cool. things. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's like, <laughs> even when you go into Apple Arcade to get them, they are not at the top. Where you would assume the breaking news would be, hey, breaking news: Bradwell conspiracy is out. Is you have to go down like, oh, this puzzle game is this is, right. this. and then you have to go down to ooh, feeling uh, like you want to play against your friends. Here's a bunch of multiplayer games, and then maybe underneath that you'll have the new, but it also includes new stuff. Like it doesn't just update with just the new games; it has the new games from last week too. It's very, it's it's frustrating, weird to navigate. Yep. Yeah, and Back I know on- that Apple would say, oh, just follow us on Twitter or something. I was like.
1: I'm not going to follow Apple on Twitter. That's like the lamest thing in the world.
2: But it's like you. Are you kidding me? You literally have given me the app. You doing all that. I am paying you now that my free trial has. (laughs) (laughs) Or will be uh, running out in a week or so. I will be paying you. And like you're not telling me when all these cool new games are out it's yeah. Yeah, Wait, it's so,
0: so it's not a separate app though no, but, no it's within you know, the app store oh that's weird
2: especially considering it's a separate tab considering Yeah, considering so on, it's on apple
0: has like ibooks app podcast app yeah but who uses app, ibooks app store app well i don't know but i'm just saying they've got all these other ones and it's like well, okay well people actually want to play games they're excited about yeah. this why not launch an app for that
2: yeah there's an app for that Anyway.
4: There's
0: not an app for that. Yeah. That's the problem. They have the,
2: the what's the Game Center app? Does oh, that have Game Center. Like oh, remember is remember it dead? Yeah. So in Game Center is now integrated into I think into your Apple ID. Right. Or it's, it's it's in the general menu. Where your like scores are kept, right? Yeah.
1: I remember like I was playing like Jetpack Joyride forty years ago
2: and, like, <laughs> oh. be like, I beat
4: my boss, oh. I saw his
1: ghost or whatever.
4: Mm. I forgot about Jetpack <laughs> Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Fruit Ninja.
4: Yeah, Jetpack Joyride. Oh. That's right. Oh, sorry, Flappy Bird.
2: <laughs> we got so far in without an f-bomb. It's I'm proud the, of us, though. It's
1: also where you used it was weird. Yeah. you just got the name of the <laughs> yeah, <kid.
3: that's laughs>
4: totally
0: wrong. Uh, flapping Bird. You would. You, you mother Flapping Bird. Ice,
4: <laughs> I swear <laughs> constantly. It's it's not surprising oh, to me. Anyway,
0: do. Brian, do you want to read the next question? Uh, sure.
4: Popcorn, Brian. Is that what? Remember popcorn reading? Did you have that?
1: No. No, like literally, I'm scared actually I don't know what you're talking about
3: when, <laughs> yeah.
4: when, I, when I was in like elementary Middle school And you were reading like excerpts from the textbook or Partic- like, ex- Specifically this bride?
0: No, 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 no. You, you'd, <laughs> no you'd say, When you were done <laughs> reading you'd say popcorn So and so and then yeah, yeah, so they'd start like, reading
4: so What? We, <laughs> yes. What? So, okay.
0: <laughs> no I, well,
4: Why are they never? in school so late?
1: Wait, hold on. No, hold on. I did not have this in New Jersey. So, okay, I've
3: never heard of okay. this in my life. So,
4: okay, so what it is, is if you were reading like a chapter of the, the book or like some of the text, you look so upset. If you, were, if you were reading like some of the textbook out loud, it would be like, it would start with, okay, Jake, you're going to read paragraph one. And then Jake would then get to pick the next person by going popcorn, Callie. And then I would read a paragraph and I would go popcorn, Lucy, and and everyone
0: (laughs) hey there's a reason why schools in the United States especially California aren't doing that (laughs) hot yeah (laughs) this is this is completely new to me too
4: sometimes I would read ahead I would count I would figure out what order we were going in and I'd be like oh I'm the 14th paragraph whatever and I would like I would like read it (laughs) no no no, but the the
0: problem is popcorn reading you couldn't do that because they just call them people random there was no order to it there was no you know
4: but in my classes, the, the kids would just, it would be like whoever's next to you. You'd be like, ah, popcorn. Oh, wow. What Boy is class, the connection to
0: popcorn? Who who knows? Like, who the
1: <laughs>
4: f*** knows? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> who the flap knows?
4: Anyway, so popcorn, Brian.
1: Okay, I, I, th- I feel like we, <laughs> I feel like we answered this question from Kevin and Wes Hartford.
4: Before, before we fully move on from popcorn if you had that in your school, please write in uh, because if Jake and I have just had the same fever dream is this the Berenstain <laughs> Berenstain yeah, we, we, we lived in a different timeline Yeah. I
1: kind of hope nobody writes yeah. it and <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just like were we experimented on as children
4: after it, doc it'll podcast it'll be
0: like one at of my X-Men? X-Men?
4: <laughs> so yeah Jake and I grew up in a similar part of California right. so this might be lo- like localized anyway
1: Uh, I'm going to read this Hey GameSpot letter. Is that cool?
4: Okay.
3: Okay.
1: Hey GameSpot, I was wondering why most RPG shooters or any type of character action game that contain two to three active skills when you're in combat, is it mainly due to the fact that games were implemented for console games where each skill is mapped to a button on a controller? Now, I do know that some games have it where you press two buttons or hold down a button longer to activate a different skill, but it feels that gameplay of abilities are limited due to number of buttons of a controller. This is very, this is like very... (laughs) It's like very technical and also incredibly simple at the exact same time with next generation consoles coming soon. Do you think there will be additional buttons? What shape letter or even color original Xbox controller, white and black they would be. Oh, I like this. He's basically just asking us to pitch new <laughs> like shapes it. and colors and circles. <laughs> yeah.
4: This so, is like
0: this is a long build up to be like be three years old again. Oh,
4: the parallelogram so the, button.
0: The reason I added this was because of the PlayStation Five story. And I was like, oh, yeah, this, this kind of makes yeah. sense. I know. I love
1: this. I do feel like we're at a sweet spot of buttons on a controller, but I was wondering what you guys think. Love the show and everything you guys do. Thank you from South Carolina, Avin.
4: I Thank you, love this question. I love an opportunity to be creative. Yeah. And also, yeah, I think you're right. Like, there's only so many inputs that we can manage
2: at once. Mm. You only have so many
4: fingers. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I guess- um,
2: there's a psychological phenomenon of um, is it seven plus <gasps> or minus two? You using that psych degree? Finally. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's something to do with your short-term memory Uh, and I think it is 7 plus or minus 2 or is it 5 plus or minus 2? In terms of like the amount of information you can hold in your short-term memory at any one time, which is why people, like when you're remembering numbers, like a long string of numbers, people chunk them, Mm, Uh, that makes it easy to remember. I love
1: how Lucy's like, this is what I learned at school,
0: (laughs) popcorn kids.
2: Uh, let me see.
0: I was going to say, I guess one thing to point out is that yes. they have announced that the PS5 has, like, depending on how much pressure you put on the, the, the triggers, triggers mm-hmm. can oh, do different things. Yeah. So there you go. There's an easy one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it cheating. It is called the magic number seven plus or minus two. Oh, Most adults can store between five and nine items in their short term memory. This idea was put forward by George Miller uh, from Harvard University in 1956. That's why Snow
1: White is the seven dwarves, Snow White and then.
2: Snow White plus or minus two tools. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the mean woman. I forget. Um, well, you were saying you were saying before uh, about like making video games intuitive for people who don't mm. play them. And well, I think, that was
2: the thing from that video is that yeah. Um, when whenever a pop up came on screen, it was like hold down the X button. She'd be like, oh god, and have to look down and see what it was. And particularly the the game she struggled with, with that was Dark Souls because of the way that it introduces just a ton of um.
0: Can't say I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah,
2: but it was like in terms of like the way that it just bombarded you with all the uh, tutorial messages and she'd be like, what the hell is, oh, the one, the bond button that this uh, woman couldn't find was um, click the left stick. Yeah. Because um, uh. it's just a circle with L in it. And she was like, well, where the hell is the L key? Yeah.
4: And then you have like, sometimes it's referred to as L3. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I even sometimes, unless I'm like doing it intuitively, if you said R B or RB, if you said, like, R1 or R2, mm. I'd have to take a second to be like, wait, which one's 1 and which one's 2? I two? do. T- I cover mm. games
1: for a living. I'd have the same problem. Like, um, I can,
4: if you told me to press it, I would do it from muscle memory. Yep. But, like, thinking about the names of the buttons, especially when you switch from a PS4 controller to an Xbox controller to a To s- a Switch. switch. Mm-hmm. Oh. Repeatedly. The X, as we all know, the X button is in a different place yep. on all of those controllers. Mm-hmm. So it is just, like, I don't think about the names of the buttons as much unless I'm, like, reading the tutorial there's yeah. also
1: like the B and A, and some of them go forward and some of them go back and then yeah. some games wired are wired against that on like the very consoles where that makes sense like if you're playing nintendo switch and every single game is like a brings you to the next menu and b brings you back to the title or something like that there'll be a game that does the opposite of that because yeah. they didn't port they, it they skip school
0: that day or whatever yeah. <laughs> oh um, because
2: in, in in japan though isn't it um circle is go forward yeah i was going yeah and yeah.
0: we had some resident evil 2 developers in to play through like the the first part do like a let's play uh they actually kept hitting x and back or they kept hitting mm-hmm. circle and backing out and they're, yeah. and they're like oh yeah yeah," because yeah. it's oh it's right nice. well, you yeah. because,
4: x means, because stop. x means like wrong she go like yeah it makes sense in any language like x is the bad thing and circle's the good yeah. thing i'm very
0: curious what happened there then like what why did we for some reason decide that X on the PlayStation controller is okay and Circle is back while Japan was... I, I wonder if they
4: were emulating a different controller. I think
0: X means kill. <laughs> <Like> for, <laughs> in America, we're like, kill, kill,
1: kill, kill.
4: And Circle means go back to the words. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think the scariest thing a video game does is when you start it up and there's just like that splash screen. It's just like a drawing of a controller and there's just like 70 oh. that's scientific drawings yes. Like and it's mm. just the like technical and they're yeah. like they're like strafe right crouch left you know it's like an uppercut like yeah. there's all these buttons and it's like grenade and they give it to you for like 10 seconds and then uh, casual people who don't play video games see it and they're just like
4: uh. well, even me like I don't learn that way I'm not gonna learn memorize the what the buttons do I learn by playing and I, I think the best games where appropriate like where the inputs really matter like are either giving you like a slow drip of those things or the inputs make sense like with erica where you're like mm. this is the thing i need to do to, to to make it happen on the screen yep or like playing Mario, you're like okay he has jump he has run and jump a little farther and the and move and those <laughs> are the, like it's very yeah, easy it makes sense and you don't have a you don't you start the game with like a like a pixelated look at the NES controller and what the buttons do.
1: No, it's also the level... The the game design in the original Super Mario Brothers is like they just give you a Goomba immediately and mm, you yeah. can either walk into him and die or f- figure out how to not do that. Yeah. And so intuitively you learn, I have two buttons to work with. One of them will either like stab this dude or shoot this dude or let me jump over him. And yeah. then you figure out very quickly that you don't have a gun in that game and you can jump.
2: So I was trying to uh, Google the reason between the X and the O. Mm -hmm. Also, difficult to Google when you kind of Google why is O okay? And then I got a bunch of like why the alt-right are taking the okay symbol. Oh no! Um, So, I found an article from Kotaku back in 2012. Um, Basically, like we said, Japanese mindset, X means no, bad, wrong, or cancel. Um, Whereas... Uh, so when Sony swapped the default functions for the X and O buttons for the PlayStation's international release, they thought there would be no problems caused by the change because outside of Japan there is no implicit implicit negative association with X. Um, so PlayStation designer uh, Goto in uh, an interview with 1UP when they were designing the PlayStation 1 controller, triangle refers to viewpoint. I had it represent one's head or direction and made it green. Square refers to a piece of paper. I had it represent menus or documents and made it pink. The circle and X represent yes or no decision making and I made them red and blue. People thought those colors were mixed up and I had to reinforce to management that that's what I wanted. So that's very cool. Oh. Wow. It's just like, oh, we don't have the same... Yeah. Because I don't know if
4: if you've seen a Japanese person telling you no, they literally make an X with their Mm. arms. Mm -hmm. Like that is a common thing. Like we don't really... I I mean we that's not my triangle was cool i don't think about the triangle one's really, cool. That's really I, cool i don't think about yeah like x and circle as being like yes i, and I no. think of yes and no as being colors rather than shapes right, right? right. so yeah. i'm like red is no and then any other color is yes basically when
2: you that's say so xo weird. to me in my head immediately i go xo xo, XO, XO girl <laughs> <laughs> And I never even watched *Gossip Girl*, but it's just—I know, a, it's just just. I got the XO baby from, oh from TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's from Six, It's right? from a musical. Yeah. So yeah. you
0: guys got any buttons? Excuse me. You guys got some buttons. Oh,
4: to come with buttons. well, I do think I do think the um, like the Elite controller has those like paddles on the back. They don't. Mm-hmm. They replace inputs. I don't think they add anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think I think like stuff on the back. I mean, Vita tried to do that. I don't know how successful oh, that was. Stroke in the
2: undecided, oh. <laughs> <laughs> bye, with that, with that fuzz punch. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: to bring it back to what you're saying about how the, the elite controller has extra inputs, I think having that option would just be good for accessibility. Mm-hmm. Like maybe instead of adding more buttons so you can do more things, maybe it's just like have the option to add more buttons in order to, I don't know, some people who have to play a game with one hand, it might be easy mm-hmm. to have that mm-hmm. paddle behind as well yeah. as the triggers. Yeah, it'd be uh, nice so to
4: have them add inputs rather than replace inputs. I think, mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's the case for the Elite Controller. I don't think you can add your own custom inputs. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, this paddle is X or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, you do have that with Xbox uh, with the... Um, oh, my God. What is it called? The, the accessible... the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The... Yeah. the, the um, oh, my oh God. God. It's like 6.30 p.m. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Brian, have you thought of any buttons to add.
1: I think on the on the PlayStation they need more shapes. For sure. So like we need
2: we need an rhombus.
1: Rhombus, rectangle, uh oval would be good. Octagon. Octagon would be great. Yeah, Yeah, like just a fifth one right in the middle. It's like an octagon. And And That'll be no, it'll be like stop.
4: stop. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, that's Mm -hmm. great.
1: Yeah. Um I would also like a long button. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Does that
1: be really funny? Is that just not the, the, one the long...
2: touch
4: pad? Is that not what that is? No, like, so like it's just skinny make one. Yeah,
1: make <laughs> one long skinny button um, that kind of <laughs> looks like the sticks that came with Fun Dip. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the, the more, the, depending on which side you press it, that's more of a turbo. Oh. And so oh, if you just want to press it once, you can press it on the left, and if you want to press it a hundred times, you press it on the right. And fifty is in the middle. So if you're doing QTEs where you have to mash a button, just hit the right of the long button, and you can get through that that door cutscene as That'd be fast so as possible. Nice.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: I'd like it for when if I pressed a button harder, if there was haptic feedback on a on the face buttons, if I press a button harder, it would do th- whatever I'm doing in the oh. game harder. So like yeah, you're playing more, God of yeah, War yeah, and yeah, you yeah. Yeah. bash the button
1: and you really hit a guy's yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, that'd
1: be cool. I like mm-hmm.
2: the yeah increased
4: intensity of the input. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I wanted to recognize. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, to to bring it back around, it is the Xbox adaptive controller. Yeah, I think a middle ground for for that. If you're not like, if you're like, oh, I don't need the the full like reworking of the controller, like with the adaptive controller, but I would like maybe you are trying to avoid repetitive strain in one hand or something, and the paddle you can add the paddles and mm. stuff with that. That'd be cool it's
1: cool it's not like long button cool it's not it's really not i
4: i i wanted to just make sure we had the name of the controller correct but i it was very it's a tough act to follow the long long button the long button
0: well Avin, if that's how i pronounce your name sorry if i mispronounced it i don't think we entirely answered your question but hopefully those are some good answers for you
4: (laughs) i do really like the the question and i like the different colors um, That's why I got my, my new 3DS because it has the the multicolored buttons and I thought mm-hmm. it was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: appreciate a nice color coordinated. But. Oh, I do wonder if it, they will allow for more customization. Yeah. like um, I know it's kind of more <laughs> of a don't really do this sort of thing. We don't officially condone it, but I like seeing people sw- swapping out their Switch cases on their yeah. Joy-Cons. That's really cool. Or like yeah. filling
0: their clear controls with beans yeah. or things like oh, that. Oh, no,
2: I don't like that. <laughs> Face plates, so face plates on the 3DS. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm desperately trying to move away from that bean conversation because <laughs> that is the most cursed subreddit I've ever seen. It's super is cursed and things. There's a
1: whole subreddit for that.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah don't Damn you guys! Don't now now I gotta
0: look at it. <laughs> anyway, um, I'd say oh, that wraps up. You got something?
4: I, yeah. I just wanted to say we didn't answer this question, but I do want to acknowledge Kevin in West Hartford, Connecticut. Who asked about um, what Nintendo could do to stay competitive? And we did talk about Nintendo having the Switch being a little off the uh, the timing of the other consoles. But I just want to say, Kevin, we didn't ignore you. We just accidentally answered your question.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Breath
1: of the Wild, too.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway, that's episode ten of Gamespot After Dark. Thank you so much for joining us, Brian.
1: Of course. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was like legitimately a really really fun time.
0: That's
3: good. <laughs> we like to have fun. No, this was awesome. Yeah.
0: We get off the rails. As many podcasts do, I'd mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Uh, what are you working on? Where can people find you? Uh, I'm on
1: Twitter at Agent Bizzle. I was gonna plug a ha- an album I have coming out in a couple of weeks, but Ooh. I don't think I should do that because it's an Evangelion remix album. And now you have an excuse to marathon through that show. <laughs>
4: what do you mean? I thought you <laughs> were gonna
1: be like, "That's great, I love the music on that show." But instead, you're like,
4: "Shut up." I mean, I love Cruel Angel's Thesis in... Fly Me to the Moon. Those are I, both
1: on there. So yes, those you'll, are iconic. you appreciate that, yeah. It's not um, that I
4: don't know anything about Evangelion.
1: Yeah, and at IGN I do podcasts, and you know, we do a Nintendo show and a PlayStation show, and I'm also on a comedy show called Up at Noon with Max Scoville, which we're bringing back, I think, for Halloween. So, yeah, look for that.
4: And then you do fast travel as well. Yes, I'm time. also,
1: I host a... Travel show for nerds or whatever we call ourselves. We don't have a word for whatever we are.
4: Enthusiasts.
1: In, yeah. Gamers.
4: Enthusiast. <laughs> I Not that one.
1: Geeks. No. They're no. all bad, yeah. right? Yeah. Enthusiasts is just like, you can be an enthusiast. Hobbyist. And putting beans in stuff. <laughs> like does, doesn't count. That's not what the Yes, show is. I'm
2: a bean enthusiast.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's called fast travel and uh, basically travel around the world and find cool uh, arcades and barcades and... Retro game stores, toy stores, all that fun stuff. It is pretty much like my favorite thing in the world
4: to that's do. That's
2: the so. ideal. That's awesome. Like, I
0: saw your Belgium one. Thank you. I was like, man, was- I want to go back to Belgium so <sighs> it's bad. It's so great. It's such a cool place.
4: Wow, Mr. Um, I've been to Belgium before. <laughs> it's only after like two
1: days. <laughs> <laughs> I, had,
4: yeah, I don't want you to know. I said Belgian. Belgian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Accident.
1: I. That's, that's that's if you've been to somebody that's, that, that is from there.
4: Yeah. Yeah, a Belgian. Belgian. <laughs> yeah, yes. no,
1: I I had French fries three times in one day there, so yeah. Nice. Proceed with caution, I guess. <laughs> how, how many
0: of uh, the, the, the
1: the waffles? waffles All yeah. of them. Mm. All yeah, like li- they think. I think they literally filmed me eating three mm. three different ones, nice. and then yeah, it's just it's bad. It's That's bad to eat that much, but
4: such a cool concept for a show. It's I love been
1: really that. fun, yeah, and
4: an incredible
2: name. Yeah, yeah, thank you guys. Thank
1: you guys. I pitched it like seven years ago, and then two years ago, I was like, I'm gonna be a father. And then they were like, we sold the travel show. And I was like, no. no!" (laughs)
3: No.
1: (laughs) Um, So yeah, go check that out. Enough about me. Lucy?
2: What am I doing? Uh, True fiction still ongoing. Um, So last week's episode was all about Nightmare on Elm Street. It was probably one of my favorites. Um, We've got Lord of the Rings coming up, a subject very... Close to my heart. So is, that, watch wait, it. is that next? Is that this week? I think that's this weekend's. Is Lord of the Rings. Okay. Um, I saw one
0: early in a, in frame. I won't say what it was because I don't know if I'm allowed to. But it was really good.
2: Thank you. That's so. I mean, like, it's kind of like your children. You can't have favorites. But I think the episode you were talking about is my favorite. And I know and Lord of the Rings means a lot to me. Don't get me wrong. And that episode came out really well. But the one after. Mm-hmm. The, the the credits.
0: Yeah. Wow. Really so good. we gotta
2: stay tuned for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, or you can find me on Twitter at Lucy James Games, posting bad jokes. What I do. Callie? Um, I don't this is
4: the only show that I do, so I don't have anything that exciting to talk about.
0: Yeah, but there's like twelve reviews that are gonna be coming <laughs> soon, right?
4: <laughs> yeah. So um coming up from me in the next couple of weeks, you can expect um some some big game reviews. Um I mean I we all know that Call of Duty is coming out soon. What? Um, no, I'm kidding. I know. Don't scare me Support like that. Support <laughs>
1: independent games.
4: Yeah. Uh, and I uh, will be checking that out. Yeah. Um, and then you can also, I can't say what it is. I do have some cool uh, features coming up about a game that's going to come out in the next amount of time. And that was the vaguest thing <laughs> I've. <laughs> I don't want to get any emails. No, that's true. That's true. Um, that's fine. But I, if you know the things that I'm into and you like those things also, you should be excited about this. I'm very excited about this. Um, so you can look out for those things. And other than that, I'm just trying to figure out my Halloween costume. You know. Oh, same. So.
0: Hey, Twitter. The the song we got to hear the song right.
4: Yeah, and <laughs> you can follow. <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter, where I've been tweeting about Destiny, um, at Inky Inkydojiko. I oh, N K Y D O J I K K O. Love
2: it.
1: And follow Apple. And, <laughs> and and follow Apple. follow
2: Apple. And so Apple. those guys. They, they a follow. deserve your
0: follow. Yeah. They need it. Yeah. Give them a follow. Uh,
2: See Jake, what they're up to. Jake, what what can
4: what what's yours? Uh,
0: you can <laughs> find me at Jacob Deck on Twitter. <laughs>
4: With two Ks, With not two Ks. like a, not like a deck at your house.
0: And uh, I am also I also wrote a three thousand word primer for The Witcher Three on Switch, just in awesome. case you don't know anything about The Witcher and you're interested in The Witcher Three and you have a Nintendo Switch. Uh, hopefully that'll be up by the time before the game comes out. When the game comes out, maybe a couple days after. It's long. I'm, I still, too, I'm way too I mean, much time writing
1: it. I'm like totally actually. Going, going to read that. Like that's yeah. extremely what I'm looking for.
0: It's exhausting. It
2: came through QA today, and I opened. And I opened it. I went. I saw that. And I, I saw I your, scrolled it. And well, I, went, I was
0: like, nope, nope. And <laughs> I started, like, no, I was like, are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> I was in the middle of a shoot. I will look at it tomorrow.
0: <laughs> and then finally, if you have any questions, please write in at After Dark Podcast at Gamespot.com, and we'll see you all next week.
4: Tell us about popcorn reading. <laughs> <laughs>